gonna hear. I know it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. I got a haircut. That's thanks for noticing. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The son of a bitch. <laughs> I did that again. That was on me. See, this is what happens when I have to fix a billion things right before we go. Hey, everybody. <laughs> thanks for being patient. Hey, it worked out okay because no one was listening to me talk. Everyone was so excited about the thing I was talking about already, which is <laughs> Skyen's a bird now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fixing our cameras as we go, by the way. Don't worry. That's what I was saying while I was busy not unmuting myself. Panda is coming up on your screen in just a second. We'll just say that he's cosplaying as Paul right now until I get this working. I am just, I am possessing my own camera. You can't see me. Oh. Gosh, it feels like it's been forever. There it he is. Like it's been forever. It has been, what, two weeks since the two last weeks? one? Two weeks, which grand scheme of yeah. things, not that long. But when this is, you know, your job, it feels a lot longer. How's, weeks off. how's everybody feeling? Everybody excited for this episode? I'm scared. I Good. know how these three episode campaigns go. The yep. second episode is always the scariest. Yeah. I I yeah. I was telling I don't actually remember who was in the call at this time. Uh but I was telling at least some of you a second ago uh that if this episode gets to the point where I think it will, which you know, live show, maybe it won't, so no one get too excited. But if this episode gets to the point where I think it will be I get to do some fucked up stuff today on on the horror campaign, and I'm oh, very excited time. about it. I, Just I, this yeah, time. last time I with the biomechanical arm sweeping up the souls of the dead. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah. like a straw. That was just. That I was didn't just say exclusively just... this time, did I? I said <laughs> this. It's not exclusive to this one, but it will certainly be a fun one. Okay, the camera's basically basically ready. It's, the cameras are good ah. enough. Uh, do we have any announcements or things, normal stuff, uh, before we get into things? I feel like surely there's got to be something because it's been two weeks. Uh, oh, there's Spotify, one. but I'll talk about that at the end. So yeah, that, that. Oh, was that, that it? Was okay, that. so um, quick note for our Spotify listeners, which it won't actually matter if you're hearing this on Spotify. Uh, the previous episode is not up yet. That is my bad. I uh, was out of town. We didn't properly plan who was going to upload it. So that was, uh, again, my bad. I was trying to upload it this week. There was a problem with the file format. And so it got messed up. And then my internet was having problems and it got messed up. I've tried like four times and it keeps failing for different reasons. So I, at this point earlier today, figured out what the problem was or what all the problems were, but didn't have time then to upload it because it's a very long, uh, a very long file. Uh, but I will get it up tonight or tomorrow, so last week's episode will be up before the VOD of this one even goes up, so everything will be okay. Uh, and then in the future, Spotify episodes will be uploaded as normal. So that was my bad. I apologize for that, uh, and I'm going to get it handled as best I can. Uh, uh, Matt, you have a little bit of Panda's cam in your cam. Now, how, oh, I know, I do. I was like, how is... Oh, how my is God. The, how is the top left me. of Panda's cam in the bottom right of mine? But no, I, I know. I know what it is. See, this <laughs> is what happens when I don't do anything on this setup for two weeks. I forget how to fix it. There we go. It's fixed. Hey-oh. It's fixed. Hey -oh. 
I okay. thought that was just part of your room. I had no idea. It's, what it's, I mean, there, it's it was like, like an black and red. Illusion. There's black and red in the with the car, the Lego Carnage head right in the corner. So it was, yeah. you know, to the it to the discerning eye. All right. Anything else that we have to cover? Uh, other than like, gen I guess we'll end with general scheduling things. But does anyone else have anything they need to say before we get to that? I don't think so. I mean, we have to do a recap for sure. Yes, but... recap will yeah. will do. I guess technically last. Let's talk real quick about scheduling stuff. So, this is obviously the second episode of Agents of Hades 2. The third episode of Agents of Hades 2 will be next Friday, December 8th. That is, unless we come up with a weird one-shot or something, which I don't think there's any plans to do, uh, the end of Dean Dorks for the year. Because obviously a lot of people are going to be going out of town for Christmas and the other holidays. So, next week, December 8th, is our... Uh, finale for the year we will be coming back in 2024 it is not the finale of dean dorks as a whole we will be coming back in i'm going to tentatively say early 2024 it will be january february at the latest i think uh yeah the reason i'm being vague is because we don't know exactly what we're doing we have a few options on the table as to what our next campaign is going to be and we're shuffling them around and seeing what the most practical is so we have something in mind but we don't want to say it yet because we don't want to get people hyped if we have to move the order of things around so more announcements will be coming for that soon but Jan late mid to late january into early february is i think when you can expect to see us return pending changes for various reasons uh, everyone good on that. I think that's pretty much all we have to say yeah. there. Mm -hmm. Okay, Sounds cool. Uh, in that case, recap time. Skyen, of course, did the recap last time, and despite Skyen not even being here for the thing he was recapping, we have gotten multiple comments, not even just on the stream, like on the VOD, praising how good Skyen's recap was. So, we oh, could either make him do it again, or we could say that he's he's done his duty and someone else can do it at this point. What do we think? I mean, he did recap the whole last He did series. the whole three mm -hmm. episodes, so he has more, <laughs> more than done enough. Uh, let me change one more thing on Nathan's camera Ooh. here. If no one else volunteers, I can always do it, as is my my dm duty to some extent i'm gonna be real my, my memory is so bad i am I always just terrible gonna, at these so i was just gonna claim <laughs> bad memory remember, too man. okay yeah it, it, it's coming back to me but there are definitely details i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss you say therefore implying that you are going to be the one to do it mike Ah, Not fuck. you would Congratulations miss. for volunteering <laughs> yourself. Congratulations. He didn't say he would miss, <laughs> did that he? moment in the cartoon where everyone else steps back and one guy forgets yeah. to. <laughs> yep. All right, Mike. Go ahead. Okay. So, Hades 2. Here's the deal. Theo and uh, Karen have been doing their superhero thing, and souls have been disappearing from the underworld. One such soul was... Lord Cringe, MVP oh. of the last series by far. Uh, with the common friend in mind, and because Hades don't have a ton of resources in terms of heroes, they contract Soma to help out with this. Soma takes it to a rescue He gets a very, very fucking aggressive, just deal with it. So they deal with it. It brings them to, I don't remember exactly what location, oh, the location of where a soul was about to be taken. That soul... Well, before we came across that soul, uh, Skyen came in <laughs> as, oh my god, it's literally, 
You, you, can you not remember, Mike? Mike, it's right. Well, I guess technically it's right that there. I know it's right the there. First... I'm flustered. I accidentally <laughs> volunteered myself. I'm all out of sorts. Premier <laughs> comes in, tries to damn near pickpocket us, really just fucks around with us, and is like, oh, this is interesting, and I've been investigating this on my own. I'll tag along. The soul in question was Paul, a soul that is infesting a leapfrog gamepad? Yes. And if you think That's we made the back end for that any better than episode one, you'd be wrong. You'd nope. be wrong. That's it. That's. <laughs> We're going to work that with is it. Our... That's our party for this season. Soma, Theo, a leap pad, <laughs> a leapfrog game pad, and a kleptomaniac raven scholar, I would say. Kleptomania crow. <laughs> Love it. Through circumstances that I may not entirely remember. That. What's that? <laughs> There's got to be a more clever way to say it. Kleptomania Crow sounds like it should just flow. <laughs> Kleptchromaniac is right there. I mean, I'll... Kleptomania... No there we no go. If no one else is going to grab it, I'll, I'll say take it. it. <laughs> continue, continue. Some, some fucked up ar robot arm tentacle tries to take Paul's soul, but so... But Soma and Grimnir are able to stop that. Soma takes a chunk of tentacle for Karen for Ronnie to study. And through that, we find out that basically the only place this could have come from was Earth in the mortal realm. And that took us there into a full city of heroes in not Dallas. No, it, Dallas. Is, actually, it is actually just... Oh, no, it is in, straight up in Dallas. Lore, in that. lore, it is. No one pronounced it like that. But in lore, it literally just is. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> Marvel for a while. <laughs> We are in Dallas. We don't understand the concept. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of concepts we don't understand, we are stopped by two superheroes. I remember one was heart themed, and the other one was the one that Ryan ooh, knew. Ooh, Can I? Know. I know. There you go. Uh, yes, a, a demon lady named Andy. Yes. And a heart lady named Heartbeat, and they're lovers. Double, triple correct. Ooh. Correct on all three. Congratulations. And one of them's a one of them's a little cock, and the other one is actually kind of helpful. <laughs> Not the yeah. least accurate. Yeah, I'll give you that one. And all this point is in the direction of a single entity, or the or a corporation, I do believe. Corporation. Yes, I know. Eternatech. <laughs> See, this worked out great, guys. Mike said he had a few things that he was gonna miss. And then Nathan can jump in and cover. This is perfect. I only do notes. <laughs> Theo and Soma tag teaming. Wow, it's look canon. at us, cousins. Bad school habits are fucking me up, man. My New Year's resolution is better notes. New Year's Revolution <laughs> would be a kick-ass band name. It's the name of a wrestling pay-per-view, in fact. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but if that I was think... Uh, yeah. the, the the one other detail we missed was we realized that the the arm came out of a portal that was green, a very specific color of green, which is the green color of Eternatech, and we devised a plan to infiltrate Eternatech with uh, Grimnir transforming into the CFO. I just watched the last ten minutes to prepare for this because I knew we planned. Oh, there you um, go. Grimnir <laughs> pretending to be the CFO. I'm in like a swanky, like mate, like bluish suit with like a gold tie and a gold pocket square. I think Soma was going to pretend to be a bodyguard, and Something of that nature, yeah. Grimnir was just going to hold the leap pad 
and bring it with us. Paul is yeah. iPad that's my, now. That's my uh, high fun <laughs> high powered like executive iPad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's just a really fancy case around an iPad. Definitely. <laughs> the question is: Is Soma also in a swanky suit that matches the color schemes of his character? Or are you just dressed up like a fucking Roman soldier, just toting around? It is. It is also worth noting for the planning that like superheroes are very much a thing here. So like, while I wouldn't necessarily say that going around in your normal sort of armor, Soma is the best idea. It is something you could swing as like, yeah, this is a superhero that I've recruited. I think this would have been a whole thing, <laughs> and I think. You guys have... He did not want to wear a fucking suit. He wanted to wear the toga. But talking him down from that, he's in, like, a dress shirt and dress pants, but the dress shirt is ripped at the left pec so that it is shaped like a toga. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate it. Great, this is such a crushing job. visual. I... <laughs> Just What's a even ripped the point? as hell green man in a... <laughs> A torn up dress shirt. Okay, sure, sure. You know they can turn you away like that, right? The and yes, man in torn clothes it, who just speaks in declaratives in a really loud voice. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> if you saw, if Final you saw Ganondorf in a fucked up shirt. <laughs> if you saw Ganondorf in a fucked up shirt walk into Microsoft, are you letting him pass the front door? <laughs> if it's a superhero city and he might have just gotten in some shit because he's a bodyguard, then sure. Hey. We can sell anything. Classic battle damaged costume showing off the muscles, you know. <laughs> All right. And that was about where we left off, except for literally the final sort of moments of the episode, uh, which is that you, uh, who, is it, was it Nathan or Theo? It was Grimnir that, that noticed. It was Grimnir that, that sensed it. Okay, I was trying to remember. I knew it was either the insight guy or the, uh, the <laughs> guy who was like on the case. I keep pointing, and I'm pointing at where you guys are in relation to me in the Discord call, which is not at all where you guys are on the actual screen. So in case people are wondering, like, what are you pointing at? Don't worry about it. Anyway, the last moment that we left off on was after you entered the building, you were met with this fancy high-tech screen uh, that had what seemed to be some sort of, you know, slightly futuristic AI assistant lady on it. Uh, no one found anything notably strange about this. Uh, I mean, other than you people being mostly ancient and not having any idea what these are. Nothing supernaturally strange except for Grimnir. Grimnir was able to detect with his magic that this, in some sense, is one of the souls that was taken from Urkala. Now, this is where I'm going to just toss it over to you guys. Uh, I will remind Skyen, of course, though I'm sure this is already going through his head, I would not say that this is immediately defined as clear and present danger, but I will also leave it in this case, I will leave it in your hands, whether you want to yeah. determine that or not. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a constitution save. That works to me. Yeah. That works for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I passed that. Like it's a DC 10, but basically yeah, that... if, he's not going to transform into a werewolf right now. But if he sees too much more of this, uh, yes. the constitution saves are going to get harder. Oh, uh, believe me. If and when it gets to a point, I'll I'll keep you posted. But for this one, it was a, a sort of 50-50. So that's where yeah, you guys are at. Like he he holds the mask and sort of like uh, like pretends not to react to it. Um, how many other people are around? Uh, I would say there are. Uh, it, it's a 
not a lot of people just milling around. There are people passing through, going, you know, into elevators, you know, out the building. There's, like, a little cafe over to the side. Probably 10 to 15 on average at any given point. There's a lot of people, but, like, it's not a big crowd. It's a lot passing through. Yeah, that, that, that he'll sort of, like, grab, like, like poke Theo and be like, I think I found where one of our souls have gone. What do you mean? There, inside the machine. That moving picture. Yes, I can sense it. These bastards. How do they... Is it, is it magic? Is it... Is it tech how are they containing these souls in these machines uh, like and uh, Grimnia just sort of like shrugs at that because he does he doesn't know uh, he's not super tech savvy although he knows more about it than probably <laughs> either yeah. of his yeah. ancient companions very much one I of those situations where like there no one is good but one is better <laughs> it's that kind mm -hmm. of it's that kind of vibe soma's soma's looking at a doorknob and jiggling it like hmm, fascinating <laughs> <laughs> all this new technology um that is mind blown by the concept of zippers did the, oh my did God. the ai person speak to us i got in i was assuming that this thing sort of and you know I, i'm the dm so what i assume is true uh it lit up as you were sort of approaching, kind of like indicating that you should walk over, but it lit up at a distance before you were like in immediate mm. conversation with it, kind of like drawing your eye to like, go over yeah, here, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, you know? Well, information is power, and I would like to approach the screen. Uh, when you approach the screen, uh, the woman on it smiles, seems fairly normal from what you can, you know, what you've seen of modern humans uh, and in yeah. an upbeat kind of chipper corporate AI style voice. Welcome to Eternatech, pioneering new frontiers in growth innovations. How can I help you today? Yes. Hello. What is your name? Hmm? Well, I'm the Eternatech greeter AI. Technically, we don't usually use names here. Oh, well, what, what would your name be if you had one? You can call me Aggie. And as she says that on the name, Eternatech Greeter AI, the acronym. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Got it. I love my stupid acronyms. It's a staple of the superhero genre. Eternatech Greeter AI. Um, gosh, I kind of fucking put the cart before the horse here. What do I even want to say to this girl? Um, I... Can I do a... Oh, fuck. I'm... I don't have that. I was going to try to do it to see if I could do a detect thoughts on this bad boy, but... Can I do a detect evil and good on this AI um, thing? Sure. Read me exactly how that spell works. Yeah, this is going to be weird in this yeah, setting. This is, so. this is very much applying fantasy um, to sci-fi, but, but give me, give me a, a read on oh, it. Rules is written, it says, For the duration, you know if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Similarly, you know if there is a place or object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated or desecrated. Um, um okay. You, how, how do I describe this? 
taking into account that you also don't know how tech works. There's like yes. layers, there's <laughs> layers of me not knowing how to describe this. Um, I'm going to say that this is definitely reading as an undead. Uh, yeah. In in the same sense as like Grimnir detected that this was a soul. Not in like yeah. it's a zombie, but I that's the closest that's thing that I can to, get like, in my mind. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I will say... The spell is like you can sense if there's anything around you and where they are. Is that is that what, what the wording was? Um, it was... Sorry, let me pull it up again. It was... Uh, you can sense all those types of creatures, including undead, within 30 feet of you, as well as where it's located. Similarly, okay. you know if there is a place or object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated, which I don't know what that means, or desecrated. So it, it's like like blessed or purified, basically, which yeah. you're not getting oh, yeah. any of that. Like or a sacred or defiled sort of thing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. exactly consecrated ground because they are blessed in the name of... God, it, got sacred it, got or it. defiled is a, a probably more clear way to say it. Um, but regardless, um, that's not it. I'm going to say, and this is going to be kind of weird, but intentionally so, you definitely get the sense of, like, there is some sort of undead essence or aura here. Even though the spell should be able to do this, you cannot pinpoint a location. Okay. Um, so, in my mind, uh, this is confirmed Grimnir's, what Grimnir said to me. Mm -hmm. I say, uh, Aggie, what do you know about Irkala? Uh, you can see, like, the the AI kind of moves in sort of a pre-scripted, like, thinking pose that you can tell is kind of a, a loading thing. Uh, and then he's like, I'm not sure if any of this is relevant to Eternatex specifically, but I can consult the general internet at large. And you can see, like, she holds up a hand and, like, the Wikipedia page for Urkala shows up, uh, which, you know, just... It was the afterlife that the ancient Mesopotamia, blah, blah, blah. blah. Google yeah, yeah. the Wikipedia article right now. That's what you get. Can I try something? That is what D&D is for. Um, can I try and, and ghost in the machine this thing? Like try and, and jump into it to see if I can see another soul? Um, yeah, sure. What did we... What did we... What did we make the roll? Yeah, I think it was. It was like a series of con saves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll give me give me a con check. Again, this All is right. going to be low because this is another thing that you are not familiar with tech wise. Right. Right. Um, but let's see if you can get it. <laughs> that's a nat twenty. Ah! And, the, and that's that, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else is is one of those moments where the course of the episode turns. <laughs> yeah. oh, good. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Paul, Woo! you are able to interface with this thing so easily. And I'm going to oh, say no. since you got a nat 20, not in a lucky easily, in a, like, this is an easy Weird. connection to make. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Thing. Yes. I also want to po point out to both Grimnir and Theo, uh, you just see the mist just over to the machine without oh, saying anything. Paul, Paul, Paul. Paul. Uh, as, as Paul does this, uh, Aggie starts glitching pretty badly. Uh, in, I would say, I would say actually, oh, no. in, in a way that is at first funny, as she kind of like rubber bands and starts sort of the, the model starts moving around oh. on screen. 
and rapidly yeah. becomes Uncanny Valley as the movements become more and more unnatural and the model starts to distort. Uh, oh, no! <laughs> 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 <Now>, My bad! <laughs> as, well, we'll get to what Paul is, is sort of seeing in there in a second, but as this is happening, this does attract the attention of some employees of the company who rapidly come over to see what is going on. Uh, so just note everyone else that there are now other people involved in this. Paul, why, yeah, Grimnir's got to always them. Um, <laughs> like sort of, sort of like I, I'm a person of authority of some kind, and he'll he'll so, sort of walk over and and be like, <laughs> like text you, hey, listen, uh, so this uh, this uh, presentation unit is totally glitching out in front of the customers right now. I want to see whoever is in charge of that, and I want to make sure that they're got. Like he just goes off on like a, a sort of <laughs> distraction, like, ram gotcha, ramble. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, uh, oh, so yeah. I will note that is happening. <laughs> stall, stall. <laughs> um. This is a weird question, but I, I have a reason for asking it. If the answer is, I don't know, that's totally fine. But I want to lead with this. Paul, is there something specific that you are, quote unquote, looking for as you are doing this? Um, I heard Grimnir say that there is, that this might be one of the souls. Mm -hmm. I saw Theo try and talk to it. So right now. Paul is trying to be a hero and trying to find the soul in there because that's that's what we're okay. looking for. Give me. Uh, so I'm trying. I'm trying to find the person inside here. I so. Give me an investigation check, and then I will describe. How is my investigation? Could be. Could be better. <sighs> that could be better. Ten. Ten. I mean, that I is that is average. That is well, that's not, average. I looked around. I was about to say, it, it is, you know, you have the average <laughs> understanding of a person who doesn't know what a computer is getting sucked into a computer. So probably yeah. not too much, but you, technically it's the average. So, yeah, in here, there is a lot of stuff that you do not understand. There is a lot of, like, you know, it's not really visual in a sense. It's more just like vibes feeling sort of a magical detection around you. You sense a lot of various magic. You can sense connections to the underworld and things like that, which makes sense considering there's a soul in here. You also get a okay. sense of like, again, you are uh, an old dead soul who's been in the underworld for a very long time. You mm. get the sense of like, there's numbers around. There's like a lot of just sort of like conceptual numbers floating and that's the best way you can describe it. You've maybe felt like a right. little bit of that in the leap pad, but there's a whole lot more in here. And it's very difficult to navigate. But, again, kind of going off that nat 20 to get in, like, it's not pushing you out. It's not like it's resisting you. It's just you don't know how to navigate it. Yeah. Okay. Um, fuck. Okay, so I I am kind of looking around. I'm using my knowledge of, of inhabiting what is essentially an extremely simple computer for... Mm -hmm. A very long amount of time uh to try and kind of i want to use that kind of the same way that someone who has a very rudimentary knowledge of a job can kind of fake their way through something yeah uh i'm kind of like i'm looking for similarities i'm looking for okay there there needs to be like a main pathway um, to get to what i'm trying to get to okay i'm gonna say you know what? Sure. This is going to sound super weird, but this is, I think, the information that you get. The leap pad, classically, is like, tap on the thing, and it does a thing, right? 
yeah. you can sense a lot of that like very pre-programmed like call and response action demands this mm-hmm. in this sort of you know in a sort of like magical way you can sense that that is the purpose of a lot that is around you with the context of elite pad i don't think you're going to get much other than that hmm. okay um in that case i'm going to try and follow those i'm going to try and follow those back to like a main opening okay. question uh kind of like i'm trying to find the home yeah. screen doable will take longer so let's jump back to the rest of the party it's really funny chat i want to i want to pull back the curtain a little bit this episode originally started and i think we're still maybe going to get to this with a sort of pre-scripted party split of theo leaving because nathan there was a a chance earlier this week where we thought nathan was going to be late and then obviously he's here but it's very funny that this ended up in a party split but with a different guy in a different circumstance (laughs) Uh, I don't like the fact that you're calling this a party split. I don't like the fact that this is not just me Paul talking. You just said right you were now. leaving. Hold you were on. trying to follow How far am I going into this? Am I getting fucking sucked up into this hey, right Panda, now? Hey, Panda, <laughs> when we get back to you, you can turn back at any time. <laughs> oh, no. I don't I mean, like this. It, it's actually maybe complete... one of my favorite DM bullshit lines at the first second. <laughs> If an AI is like a full-size swimming pool, then a leap pad would have been like a kiddie pool. You have no fucking idea how deep no, you're going. I have no idea where you're going. Generous, I would say. This is no, an no, no. AI if that a leap is connected. pad is a kiddie pool, I just jumped into the fucking Pacific Ocean and yeah, I'm trying yeah. to find my way to Hawaii. And he, like that is, that's the goal right now. Paul, I Paul's heard logic is very much. They're somewhere. both water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. trying to find the island in all of this. <laughs> Hey, it'll be, it'll be funny, but we'll get to it in a bit. Uh, so, backtrack uh, out to uh, to the lobby of this building. Uh, Grimnir is trying, you know, ineffectual grandstanding, basically, to try and distract everybody from what's going on. Yeah, the... demanding to speak to the manager, demanding that people get fired. And I do want to ask, uh, any of the sort of workers who are coming over, are they wearing, like, lanyards or things with, like, access cards on them or identification tags or anything like that? You yeah. fucking kleptomaniac. Hey, okay, exactly to be fair, well, to be fair, let's, let's it's kleptomania. Yeah. That's, is it kleptomania if it's relevant to the mission? I don't. <laughs> I think. I think technically, no. I actually don't think it would be considered psychologically. Um, okay. So you, yes, uh, you can try that. Twenty-five to beat. Let's see if we can't relieve one or two of them of their access cards. Okay. Sure. Let me. Uh, let me roll some perception checks here. And I will, you know what, actually, give me advantage because you are disguised as someone they would be familiar with. And also it's a very distracting situation. So I'll, I'll let you roll advantage okay, on that. I'll roll another one. That's a natural one. We'll stick with the 25. Yep, stick with the 25. Okay, cool. I mean, I don't think any of these random people are going to have like plus five bonuses. So you're probably fine, but there are several people around. So we'll make a bunch of checks. If anyone notices, uh, you don't notice them noticing. Uh, yeah, you said you wanted to get one or two. You can you can grab two access cards fairly easily. Excellent. Just like just like whatever they have on them that seems like it might be useful to us. Like while he's still going on, like <laughs> yeah. he'll probably disguise it as one of those like poking them in the chest, like sort of like scolding them and like, yeah, <laughs> just lifting the thing off. <laughs> like throw your arms out really dramatically, smack somebody in the yeah. face as you do it, and grab their key. Yeah. Uh, Okay, cool. So you have both of those. Now, after like a moment of this, the AI starts to sort of calm back down from glitching. Uh, it is frozen, though. 
uh, for the audience, this represents Paul leaving the active thing and moving on further in the network. But for the rest of you, it is frozen. You don't know why, as best you can tell, Paul has not reemerged. Uh, there are still people around. There's, there's a whole scene at this point. Aggie? Are you all right? There is no response. Bam. Please don't lose my leap pad. <laughs> yeah, keep that, oh, yeah, keep that vessel on hand. Who? Where is it? Right? Is it with? It's with Grimnir, right? Yeah, it I is have with it. Grimnir. Using yeah. a gesture around. Make sure it's not just on the ground. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Um, can I make just like a? I don't know if this area was fully described when we entered. Are we entering in at the bottom of like uh, a skyscraper yes. scenario? Bottom of a skyscraper, very stereotypical sort of Silicon Valley, uh, like big tech corporate office lots of like very shiny reflective surfaces glass sure. big yeah, eterna tech logo over in the corner yeah. yeah yeah um are there any other of those screens around notably there is not there is the one in the center uh there are again it's fairly minimalistic as is sort of the uh the aesthetic of this there is like again that little cafe thing in the corner and then there are elevators off in uh, the backside. But otherwise, it's like a very, you know, they, I, I would describe it as cold and kind of creepy. It was probably described to, you know, the employees as open concept. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to... I, I'm going to see the commotion that Grimnir is, is picking up. Um, and I'm going to tap the glass. Tung, tung, Paul! You gotta get out of there. Uh, that's Can't. definitely not gonna have any response. Ah. Uh, right. Soma, just for my note, especially with you probably being the most eye-catching. Not probably. You were definitely the most <laughs> the most eye-catching and attention-grabbing person in this in this scenario. Uh, what are you doing during all this? Because there are definitely a lot of people staring at you specifically. He's a. Uh... It's a great question. Good question. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I, was like, yeah. I don't know what I did. I mean, I, I, up until now, I have assumed that you are just standing there awkwardly in silence. Yeah. But this is a point where I like, have to acknowledge it. I kind of wanted a better answer, but like, I think he would have been just like sta stanced up, arms folded with Sky and to make him look more legit or like, yeah, he's scolding you. That's yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I thought you'd be doing. I know okay. what's going on. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. eventually, like clearly, he's with me. Is the is the vibe? Did, yeah. Okay. Quick, quick thought that I probably should have thought about, but it's been two weeks. Did we ever establish a name for the guy that you are pretending to be, Sky? And if not, I'm just gonna randomly generate one right now. Uh, um, we did. I don't know that I wrote it down. Let me see. I don't know if we had a name. We just knew it was the CFO. Yeah, yeah. The CFO it, of executive marketing from like a LinkedIn post or whatever. Yeah, I I knew it was some bullshit title, but I don't remember if we actually. Uh, I, I randomly generated a name and it says Tyler Baker. So if you're listening and your name is Tyler, Tyler Baker. Baker, you're a character now. Um, that's, oh, that's... he has so many frats. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everyone tag your best friend, Tyler Baker. But uh, <laughs> after a moment of this, a security guard comes out of a small door in the wall that was kind of hidden off to the side. Didn't really actually see it until it was opened. Uh and approaches you very specifically, Mr. Baker. Uh, kind of, you know, walks up quickly. Uh, Mr. Baker, what is going on here? There's 
Well, we heard a commotion all the way from back in there. Is everything all right? Yeah. Uh, immediately identify that this is this is a security guard. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. There's no problem. It's just we have a glitch with one of the systems that's out, out front, and I'm trying to find the person who was responsible for this particular oversight. Like, I think maybe also the security oversight or all the system security should probably go back and check. Uh, yeah, I've got, you know, I've got David working and making sure we've got everything set up there in the back. And who are these people? You, the uh, He looks over at Theo. You, and then he looks over at Soma, and then looks up at Soma. And that, uh, are they with with you, Mr. Baker? Yeah, yeah, you know, obviously, these are some of my associates uh, from a recent foray into the, I guess, superhero influencer marketing. Uh, meet Mr., and he's going to cast ar- cast around for some sort of... A- some sort of uh, name, uh, like uh, Green Muscle and uh, Pretty Boy. <laughs> Mr. Green Muscle. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I extend my hand. Uh, Mr. Pretty Boy. Please, that's my father's name. Just call me John. Uh, okay, John. We do this Pretty professionally, boy. people. <laughs> this, is our, this is our We do this job. for money. This is our job. <laughs> I've built my whole my whole career about talking about comic books and now writing comic book stories in this, and we've landed with Mr. Green Muscle and John Pretty Boy. I'm I'm home right now, and I'm going home somehow. We are improv masters. Okay? Masters. This, we are masters remember, of our craft. Remember when I said we were going to do some fucked up stuff? I was talking about this. Oh okay, so the uh, the security guard looks. As, as confused as you would expect, I think from that, both because you know he doesn't rec- he, like he doesn't recognize these guys, he hasn't heard the names, etc., etc. Uh, well, you know, uh, it, it's it is policy that we have. You know, have they gotten their clearance? Have they been registered to come in? We don't usually let superheroes or superpowered individuals into the the offices, especially the higher offices, without checking to make sure there's not going to be too much destruction. No offense. Green muscle, yeah. was it? <laughs> that is I, yes. Uh, it's, a, it's a hyphenated last name. Okay, I'm going to try. I guess this will be like a deception check. Like, he's the, the two badges that he swiped, he's going to, like, wave them in the man's face real quick so he can't see what's actually on them and be like, yes, of course, I, they've got their badges right here. I've been through all this with security. I can go back and check the records later. Like, sort of trying to flash his way past it. Yeah, give me a, give me a deception check. Mm, guidance, that you can add a... 23. 23 okay. is quite good. I just realized my computer wasn't plugged in. Let me get that, and then I will... Thank God for expertise. Uh, so 23? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, he doesn't seem to question it. He's like, okay, well, I mean, you're the boss. Just try to keep... You know what, never mind. It's it's fine. Go go about your business. Sorry for the, the trouble, Mr. Baker. Yeah, like he he'll do like the the sort of gracious CEO thing. Like, yeah, you know, totally. I mean, I really appreciate your dedication to uh to the mission that we have here at the company, and I really like the cultural alignment that you're showing uh with the mission of the company. I'll definitely be talking to like it was like like baffling on waffling him about like you're gonna get a promotion, y'all. We're gonna look at that like definitely <laughs> Christmas bonus like and turning back and starting like to yeah. like if any of the other guys are starting to sort of make a move as though they want to examine the uh, AI machine. He's he's just go. Wait, hang on, I'm not done with you. Uh, okay, two notes, one of them more fun, one of them less fun. First off, someone in chat just pointed out, Sky, and did you intentionally make a reference to one of Nathan's songs there, or was that a coincidence? 
That was pretty a boy. <laughs> well, That's so hilarious. That worked That's out so excellently. Uh, secondly, though, the less fun one. Uh, as the security guard starts uh, walking away, like he turns to go back into the office, uh, his phone rings. And he picks Uh-oh. it up. You hear him talk to, into it for a second. Uh, and then just kind of, yes, sir, of course. Yeah, sorry for any any uh, delays or inconveniences. We'll, we'll get on that right away. Uh, and he hangs up the phone and turns back to you, Mr. Baker. Goes, oh, yeah, uh, Mr. Baker, sorry, we just got a call from the boss. Yeah, I'm sorry for questioning you. Everything's already been cleared. Uh, actually, uh, that one, he points at Pretty pretty Boy, was it? Yeah, Mr. Returner yes. said he wanted to see him in his office. He said the appointment was 10 minutes ago, so get him on up there. Oh, oh Yeah, uh, Grimner is, is going to like cast about for a reason not to let this happen. And I don't think he's going to be able to find one. <laughs> if you, if uh, you guys a, have an idea. I'm a transfer. Can you show me the way? Uh, well, yeah, of course. It's, you know, through that elevator right there. And then it's top floor corner office. You know, it's the CEO for you. There we go. Grimner has his ankle. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I'll show you. It's absolutely no problem. Just, uh, just leave him with me. I'll take well, care of it. Uh, okay, sure. You're the boss. I just... It's been such a day. And then he just kind of turns around, puts his phone back in his pocket, and walks away, clearly not wanting to deal with this anymore. So, are you guys uh, following I, the summons? We kind of have to, don't we? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we technically I mean, don't have to. You're just ditching me in a podium? <laughs> There's a lot of... Remember, I said that I... I we. When I say that Nathan was maybe going to be out of town, or not out of town, but late for this episode, I got confirmation that he wasn't two hours ago. So yes. <laughs> some of the scripting is originally written for, but you don't technically have to. If you guys come up with a way out, that's fine. I can't believe you guys are leaving me in I mean, it's either this right or we just stand around in the in the lobby until he comes out, which could be who knows how long. That's so, I, Yeah. Listen, I imagine fair, this tech building is like very insulted. well connected, and if he's in there, he can find a way out somewhere else. <laughs> it's a network. It's probably not just one-to-one. All right. Well, in that case, out. you guys going in? Um. Yeah. Okay. All three of us? That's that nothing else we call. really do. <laughs> that is your call. I would like to not be alone. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Soma also follows. And if anyone questions him, he just still crosses with his crossed arms, like, expose, <laughs> flexes his exposed peck menacingly. Like, <laughs> just the one. Question it. Question it. <laughs> All right. Everybody you walk past. Uh, you seeing guys this guy in the tech building is the most confusing thing in my entire brain. Is just seeing this fucking professional wrestler ass looking guy just walking through just <laughs> peck flexing everybody <laughs> all right so all right. you guys uh get into the elevator and can head up again or not i know this feels a little railroady that was not if you guys have a plan i was writing this for for live show purposes so yeah i mean now we're in now you're uh... in and there's nobody else in the elevator, by the way, for, for planning purposes. Who, who did they say I was meeting with? The uh, boss? The boss. The, boss. the CEO. Do we know the name that of that was... CEO? Hmm? Do we know the name of that CEO? Like, do uh, know I don't believe it has ever been said. You could find it if you have, like, a phone on you. It's not secret ah, info. I pocket one of those. Uh, well, 
I think the boss is a good person to go to because we're here for answers. So yeah, I mean, if he's because like you're not impersonating anyone. Like he didn't actually have a meeting. He clear like, I guess it's kind of a trap, but it's also like, yeah. It's like, oh, All he's right. expecting John Pretty Boy, that name we just made up yeah. five seconds yeah. ago. Yeah. It's sure. totally chill. He's normal. definitely, absolutely looking for John Pretty Boy. There's <laughs> yeah. definitely yeah, I'll be a right scheduled there. meeting for John Pretty Boy. <laughs> I will be right there. Yeah, right. it's yeah. definitely a trap, but I think, you know, we're in the lion's den. Yeah, and I, th I think so. Grimdale was like, well, he definitely knows that you're not supposed to be here. So this is a trap. I wonder what else he knows. Yeah. Yes, good question. And I have a way to find out. And Grimner is going to cast Disguise Self, and he's going to shift into the form of the security guard um, who just, like, talked to us downstairs. Ah, okay. Now in that form, uh, you guys push the button for the top floor. There's an elevator ride up. You know, about halfway through this skyscraper, the doors slide open. Yeah. And you see what's... Uh, just... <laughs> Before we do that, like, I think, because what Grimner is going to suggest, and this depends on whether Theodeus and, and Soma are, like, comfortable with it, is that he's going to get off on another floor near the top and start oh, okay. snooping around. Oh, okay. But that will leave the two of them to deal with the CEO alone. Sounds good to me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, just, we can just handle for my some note, business, man. Just for my note, and I think this level of specificity is going to terrify the shit out of the audience, how many floors under... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, if there's any indication on, like, if there's a directory or whatever, wherever the server room is, like, wherever the, the, the development floor is, if he can find that. Okay. Otherwise, he'll just go, like, two or three floors below the CEO's office. Okay, we'll say there's there's some level of, of development floor. I don't have this whole, like, 50-story building mapped up, but I have a, a, a rough idea. Uh, we'll say you're three floors below. Okay, uh, cool. So, you guys head up. You go up, like, ten floors. The doors slide open to reveal, like, an intern who takes a step forward, sees you guys, and then sees the giant green man. And then just kind of goes, I'll take the next elevator. And then the doors close again before you guys start heading back up. Um, before we all separate, I'm going to uh, cast Bless. Um, uh, I get three creatures of, our cho of my choice. That's three of us. So... We all get to add a D4 to any attack roll or saving throw. Um, just, yeah, just to have. Okay. Nice. We're all blessed. Uh, um, all right. So you get up to three floors below the top. Uh, Sky and Grimnir, you can get out here. Uh, there's nothing immediately remarkable, like, right outside. Uh, but I yeah. will note that you were there. We'll come back to you in a minute. Everyone's fully splitting up this yeah. time, but I think that'll be funnier Hell for for what's going to happen. Go this is yeah. a full... And is going to hand... Uh, so, uh, Soma and uh, and Theo, he's going to hand them each one of his little trinkets, um, which are his uh, his uh, tokens of the departed, uh, which means he's going to have one left for himself. He's going to say, they might not do that much, but these things will at least help you if things go south. What do they do? Uh, mechanically, they give you advantage on death saving throws and constitution mm. saving throws. Nice. Um, okay. Cool. Write that down so I don't forget. Uh, and uh, it also allows me to. I don't know exactly how this, this is going to work, but like I can, from any place that I am, choose to destroy one of the trinkets and cause the spirit inside it to manifest. Ooh. Okay. 
um, out of curiosity, you you can destroy it from anywhere. Yes. Yes. I, there's you... no it, at least rules as written. There's no range limitation on it. I'm fine with that rules as written. My question is, can you at all like sense through or communicate through it, or is it sort of either you have to have an external source of communication or luck of the draw when you smash this no, thing? No. Okay. Like all it is, it's. As, as, what it says is, as an action, you can destroy one of your soul trinkets no matter where it's located. When you do so, you can ask the spirit associated with the trinket one question. The spirit appears to okay. you and language it on a note and answers as concisely as possible, eager to be free. So the spirit, the spirit comes to you no matter whether the trinket is. It's not summon ghost wherever I want. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I figure like if it sort of pops out of their trinket and like flies to me, at least I can get a direction on where they are. Yeah, I, I think that's reasonable. I'll say that you might have to do, like, a, a check for it, but I think that's a, a reasonable like sort of rules or implication yeah. or whatever. Uh, all right, so you get off there. The party is now fully split up and looking for clues. Very Scooby-Doo of you. And uh, the elevator takes the next couple floors up to the top. Uh, the top looks like an executive-level floor. There's nothing incredibly notable that jumps out at you. It's a nice hallway. There are, like, some plants and stuff various like pictures on the walls of just like kind of generic art like coastal landscapes and stuff uh, but at the end of the hall there is a door that seems uh notably fancier than the others it is uh metal not like reinforced metal but like it's not glass you can't see through it and there is a nameplate next to it that says mr Eterna of Eterna Tech, presumably hmm. mr Eterna. well Time to walk into a trap. If anyone watched the last season, you just got a shiver down your spine. Yep. Uh, <laughs> at least if you watched the last episode. Yep. That's the guy. All right, so you two. I, I have no reason to fear this name. <laughs> you two approach this, uh, this door. And as you do, a little screen next to it like right uh, actually we'll say on the other side from the nameplate lights up very similar to the one that you saw in the lobby uh this screen seems to be uh another sort of ai person but this one dressed as a security guard and as you approach there's name and appointment yes john pretty boy all right i uh do have you here thank you mr pretty boy and you name and appointment turning to soma I am Mr. Green Muscle. I am with John Pretty Boy. I am so sorry. I do not have a Mr. Green Muscle on my appointments list, and unauthorized superhumans are not allowed in any of the offices for security reasons. He is my assistant. He cannot join me. Uh, the the AI kind of like you see the the screen like the person on the screen turn and hear like a little whirring that's probably a hidden camera matching the movement as he kind of looks soma off uh, up and down he goes given that mr green muscle is clearly a superhuman and we do not know the exact status of this surely you can understand the security concerns involved of course is this box telling me i can't go in the room it appears to be so well fuck the box what exactly would happen if i went in anyway uh <laughs> the thing just kind of pauses not expecting that response goes 
that would not be possible. Because? The door is locked until I give access. Or, of course, Mr. Eterna opens it manually. Well, he should do so, because I am not attending the meeting without my assistant. Uh, the AI kind of pauses for a second, goes, one moment, please. And then it blinks closed, and you can hear kind of like muffled voices from inside the room. Presumably the AI briefing the CEO on what's going on outside. This continues for a minute if you guys want to say anything or just wait your call. <laughs> this man is trying to have the most intense, like, come up to me and be threatened <laughs> moment and you guys are outside rules lawyering like no i want to walk in with my friend it's, yeah. it's very funny because when sky was like oh yeah i'm gonna disguise myself as a security guard i was like oh yeah that's perfect because in my head i knew the rule the rule is not only theo can go in the rule is no unauthorized superhumans and then sky had gone off on the floor i was like well that <laughs> there goes that plan <laughs> anyway we are not gonna be strong armed into being the weaker link hey. okay so you guys just waiting for well, Yeah, well, they're... I mean, honestly, if he knows you're here, then why wouldn't he want to meet with me? We're obviously... It's like, I know I know John Pretty Boy doesn't have an appointment. He's just typical villain stuff, you know? He wants to probably explain his whole grand plan to us. I don't know. Authority figures always liked you. Well, hopefully that gets... Uh, we'll see how far my charisma can get us. I would say let's hold off on violence, at least as long as we can. We still don't know where Paul is. Uh, after a minute of talking inside the office, the uh, AI blinks back onto the screen and says, uh, Mr. Richardo has decided that the assistant in question will be allowed in on this meeting. So sorry for the inconvenience. Ah, uh, and you, you hear a click from the door, presumably it unlocking. I go in. All right. As do uh, just to give a better sense of the vibe, I want both of you to make me insight checks, and then based on what you give there, I will describe what you see. All right. Oh, okay. Someone says Mr. Eternatech is super phobic, to which I respond, Mr. Eternatech does not want the Hulk walking into his office unannounced. <laughs> <laughs> um, insane roll. I got a 31. 31. Oh, Boy. Okay, so we're just going to, you know, I'm going to describe what Theo sees, so I assume you see roughly half. <laughs> so, Theo, walking into this room, you see that it is fairly unremarkable. It is fancy, of course. It is a very nice, very high-profile CEO's office. Not that you would have a lot of precedent for that. But there is nothing notably menacing or sinister about this room. There are two lines of bookshelves on either side, uh, not wooden bookshelves. They are, you know, very cold, very white, very shiny, as is the aesthetic of this whole building. And there are books, various, you know, knickknacks, some awards, things, nothing of huge note. Uh, and then at the far end of the room, there is a desk with a big wall of glass windows behind it. Sitting at this desk is a man, a remarkably, almost worryingly normal looking man. He is not sort of below average in any sense. He is the picture-perfect sort of Hollywood tech CEO guy. You know, attractive, approachably so, though. He's wearing a very nice, very tailored suit. He had a short black hair. He does look a little bit tired, as you could kind of assume, from someone who holds a high-profile position. Uh, Theo, specifically, with your very good sense of reading situations, 
he looks maybe a little bit more pale than he should, but you can't really tell if that's uh, just something based on, you know, his work or something else. If you detect anything off about this man, he seems perhaps in some way sick or ill, but definitely trying to hide that and doing so very successfully. Soma, you would never get the sense from that guy. It is only the demigod of wisdom that is able to pick up on that. Uh, and as he looks up at the door opening, he gives a bright, cheery corporate smile and immediately stands up from the desk and walks over to shake your hand. So he holds his hand out towards you first, Theo. Uh, hello, Mr. Eterna. Hello, hello. Sorry for all the confusion with my assistant. It's, well, you know, security protocols. There's all sorts of types running around these days. My name is Mr. Eterna. You can call me Lucas if you prefer. I've been wanting to meet with you for some time, actually. So come, come, sit. And you, well, Mr., um, forgive me. I don't think Green Muscle is your real name. Remind me. Soma Kitaro. Soma Kitaro, yes, of course. And Theodeus was you? Yes. Perfect, perfect. I'm sure you all are very confused and you have many questions, but uh, come, come, sit. Uh, and he gestures to two chairs in front of his desk. Take a seat. Now, let's see. Yeah, I think at this I think this is the point. Uh, Panda, Skyen, headphones off. <laughs> Oh, no. This is a this is a conversation that you guys Brad. do not get to hear. I will I will at you on Discord when we're done. So that's Don't I'll be like. smart and establish. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! Let's lock in. Uh, <laughs> let's go, cousin. Yeah, let's. Lock let's in. So, uh, he sits back down. Uh, well, of course, there's a lot of information that needs to be communicated between us. But you did come to me first. I know I set up the appointment, but that was just a formality to get everything cleared and on my schedule. You did arrive at my building. I didn't call you, so I suppose I'll do the courteous thing. Do you have any questions for me first? If not, I'll explain my piece as best I can. I have questions, but I... Well, go ahead, cousin. We're dead. My condolences. Why... Why are you wasting our goddamn time? You did come here first. If you feel that this was a waste of time, I am truly sorry, but I don't think I'm purely responsible for that decision. That will be determined by the information that you tell us, which I would love to hear. Of course, so just no questions, start from the top? Start from the top, and then we'll have plenty of questions, I assure you. Of course. From what I know of you two, I assume that you have come from Urkala, correct? Correct. And you have yes. likely come in response to what I assume you would see as abductions, yes? Correct. Correct. Well, this is going to be difficult to explain from a one-sided perspective, but I believe an example might perhaps be the, the best way to begin. He kind of claps his hands lightly, and when he does so, uh, a screen lights up on one of the walls, much like the other AI screens you have seen. It's kind of projected in front of the bookshelves. And on the screen is his security guard AI. Uh, and uh, Mr. Turner turns to him and goes, oh, Mr. Hunt, thank you so much for uh, coming in. Of course, I don't want to take away any of your time, but I shouldn't have a meeting for a bit, so it should be all right. Just let me know if anything or anyone comes to the door as we're talking. Uh, Mr. Hunt, would you care to tell my guests here where exactly you came from and how you got here? 
uh, at which point the security guard uh, kind of nods, pauses for a second, and then clearly not used to the sort of charismatic business vibe that Mr. Eterno spends a, a good chunk of his day in. Oh, yeah, uh, I died in a car crash in the 80s, uh, and then uh, the boss here brought me back a couple years ago, and I've been working for him ever since. All right. And you're okay with that? Better than being dead. I went, where, where are you guys? Urkala? I was just kind of wandering around doing jack shit. Sorry, pardon the language, business meeting and all. But yeah, now I'm back here. Mm. Well, isn't that novel? And if you, let's say you didn't want to be here, what then? Uh... I mean, I've got like a like a like a what what did what did you what did you call it, boss? Well, we used to call it the metaverse, but that term became outplayed very quickly. A simulated a simulated home, in a sense, that you could spend your time at, if that's what you're referring to. To which Mister Hunt just kind of shrugs, like, "Yeah." Interesting. And From what you... afterlife do you hail? Uh, Urkla. I think that was what it was. Urkala. Sure. And do you and the other... So your soul... Do you and the other souls in this building communicate? Socialize? Uh, he he kind of pauses for a second. Uh, he goes, well, um, I, I keep to myself, but that's that's a personal decision that probably direct that one more to the boss. He kind of, his eyes sort of shift over, not in like a suspicious way in very much a like, this is a social question that I was not prepared to answer today. Kind of, kind of way. <laughs> what say you, Eterna? Uh, well, I, uh, thank you, Mr. Hunt for your help. I, I'm sure that provided a lot of enlightenment. You can kind of get the sense that he's like, well, I was hoping he would be a little bit more polite about it, but whatever. Uh, but then he looks back, he goes, I've, I've long been fascinated with the concept of, of the underworld and things like that. I, I saw some, some texts about it a while ago, you, you know, the sort of, the ways that people get into magic in the modern day, though maybe you two aren't familiar with it. Regardless, uh, I was looking for a way to, to bring people back from death, and after quite a bit of work, I did manage to find it. I know it sounds unbelievable, but well... I suppose you sort of went through a, a similar, if slightly different, process to be here in front of me. We called in a favor. Uh, Mr. Hunt, do you know, do you have any memory of your actual life? Um, uh, yeah, I do. I was a security guard back then. I worked at a, at a stadium. I did some concert venue stuff. He kind of just rambles on. Uh, you can make an insight check if you want to see. I, I won't, you know give you the the not super interesting info but uh 32 um like everything that he is saying definitely seems believable there's not like any hesitation that you detect just seems to be him not like wanting to share personal details in what he sees as a work setting um but like the life that he is describing does definitely seem real as weird as that it doesn't sound like he's just reciting something he's been told no it definitely uh, i'll phrase it like this it's gonna sound ominous but i hope you kind of get 
you know, in the context of lying, people will say, like, I think that you believe that, whether it's true or not. You get that kind of sense. Yeah. Yeah. At the, at the very <laughs> least, I should say. You don't get a bad vibe, but you're like, yeah, this guy definitely thinks that the, at the very least this is real to him. So what's your angle then, Mr. Turner? Well, that's, like I said, <laughs> look, I don't know how familiar you are with modern corporations, but I do <laughs> get the sense of where this is going. Money, is that what you're going to say? I, trust me, this is not about money. I know that's not something that's easy to believe, coming from the CEO of one of the biggest tech corporations in the area, but it truly is not about money for me. It's about innovation. It's about growth. It's about expanding into new horizons and changing people's lives along the way. Call me a romantic in that sense, if you will. Mm. Though maybe I speak too highly of myself. Are you um, sure it's... Oh, go ahead. Mr. Eterna, where is the weapon? Hmm? There's no fucking way you are harvesting souls from the afterlife and bringing them to Earth for any reason other than conquest. It would be purely asinine to suggest otherwise. You, my large green friend, would kill in the financial world. Possibly literally, but let's not worry about that. It's not a weapon. It's not a weapon. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I have, I'm really not... I don't often get accused of, of conquest unless it's in a business sense, which I don't feel is what you mean. No. Well, there are many battlefields. What kind of devastation are you going to wreak, Mr. Eterna? Because no one perverts nature to such an extent, if not for that, surely. His his gaze kind of, like, not softens a little bit, but he was genuinely, like, a little bit taken aback by the weapon question, at the very least it being so forward. But when you say that, he kind of gets like, oh, I get what this guy's going for. Uh, and he sort of leans in a little bit and goes, uh, Mr. Soma, can I, Mr. Soma, Soma, whichever you prefer. But I promise you, my only goal is growth. It's not conquest. It's not destruction. I swear on my life. So what comes after these little helpers? What else do you do with bringing souls back from the dead? Is this some sort of ploy at eternal life? What comes next? See, that's the question that we have to ask in this field, and I was hoping you would eventually get to it. Now... I will be a bit honest here. This is an experiment that I was hoping to share with you directly, Theo. I am a bit familiar with your escapades. I do have some level of contact in the underworld, of course, given all that's happening here. Namtar, I believe. You might know him if you were connected to the agency. Uh, he was yes. my, my point of contact in this little project of mine. Um, you see, Urkala wasn't exactly the only... Uh, the only place we were using as a testing ground, there was another goal in mind. We were able to bring people back from Urkala and restore them to the world of the living without actually much trouble. It was much easier than I thought it was going to be in the grand scheme of things. But from there, from there I wondered if we could provide more help to people, you know, not just move them from one place to another, but be in some sense reconstructive. And uh, with that thought in mind, I set my sights on... Um, on Asphodel. Hmm. Go on. 
Oh, I think you know what I'm getting at here, but uh, we have had... Well, I did want this to be a bit of a surprise. I'm sure it will take you a bit off guard, but... He claps his hands again, and on the other side of the room, another screen emerges. And after a moment, you are confronted with images of your deceased wife and child. Fully lucid, as you can see, not wandering around aimlessly. They seem immediately to have some sense of what is going on. And they are just there on the screen. I'm immediately, like, stood up. I, I assumed, yes. Uh, I believe uh, he, he actually, well, I can do this in character. He kind of looks at the screen and goes, uh, Athis and Lucos, I believe, were their, their names, right? Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I, I immediately felt some level of connection with the boys. Similar names and all, Lucas, Lucos, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I'll, I'll give you two a moment, if you like. Uh, Soma, I'm, I, I, my intent, of course, for barring you was, was not any level of security on my part. It was, uh, I assume this would be unsettling for you, so I wanted to break the news slowly, but regardless, we'll just let them have their time. Uh, I, <laughs> this is so fucked. I told you I, I was going to do some fucked up shit this episode. <laughs> Theo slowly steps towards these screens uh Athis specifically uh, immediately starts like crying at the sight of you like happy tears not like sad tears like a like a reuniting <laughs> i say Athis. uh through the tears she nods lucos uh he nods as well i should know we didn't uh, directly establish like the personalities of these characters, because there was no way for me to ask Nathan that without giving <laughs> something away. So we're going to spitball a little bit here, but Lucas kind of nods again, just mouth open in shock. I think um, despite Theo's blank face, there are just tears start to stream down. And uh, I turn my head sort of back and say to Mr. Eterna I say you are sick he kind of he sits back down he had stood up a little bit and gets a sort of strangely like sympathetic expression on his face I kind of I did assume you would say that at first but please talk to them give them a chance you are uh, son of Athena, are you not? I Take your time and I trust that cooler heads will prevail. I turn back to my late wife. She's just on a screen, right? It is like... Yeah, they're, they are... Like a... You cannot touch them physically uh, as for why that is, like, haven't asked, but right yeah. now locked locked on a screen. I press my hand onto the screen. The simulation does the same, mirroring it. Of course, it's a screen. You can't feel any warmth or anything from that. Cold. I say... My dear. My boy. I love you both dearly. And not a day has gone by where I don't miss you with all my being. 
they return the sentiment. I mean, your wife still crying says much the same. Your son, how old was he when when he died? He was like six. Oh, like really? Okay, so he's probably crying too. Then he was younger than I thought. Yeah, uh, he was like, just, just got even scarier. He, he was pretty young. Uh, yeah, they're they're both crying, but like you can hear them. That is worth noting. They can they can talk. I'm not doing voices because again, there was no way I could ask you this. Yeah, uh, but like this is a very they they seem from. I mean, you can insight check it if you want, but like they seem from the best of your your knowledge, fully realized. Your minds. For eons were shackled by the chains of Asphodel. But you are not yet free. And I would like to turn around and face uh, Mr. Turner again and go, I said you are sick, not in the head, although that may be true. You're also sick in the body, aren't you? This tech isn't to help others. It's just a way that you tell yourself to convince yourself you're doing a good thing so you can help yourself. Uh, at that accusation, he kind of puts his head down with like a, a sort of admitting smile and just sort of not cancer. But that doesn't necessarily mean that my intentions are purely selfish. I mean, if someone cures his own disease, what's to stop him from curing the diseases of others, you know? Oh my god. I look at Soma. Yeah, who's been, I think, appropriately silent this whole time. I look at Soma. Pain in my back. <laughs> bloodshot tears in my eyes. Um, this is weird, but Soma, can you give me an insight check? I love this, actually, because the way that you guys have split up all of you are going to find different pieces of the puzzle and it's worked out so well. Anyway. <laughs> There's a lot going on emotionally. I, got I warned everyone. Like, check. <laughs> two? two? Yeah. Um, I think the most, okay. You're not going to get the nuance of anything, but what you do get through, through Theo's teary eyes is a call for violence. Uh, can I move to grab Mr. Eterna by the neck? Um, you give me a, just, just for fun, given the situation, give me a, I mean, I guess it would technically be like a, a dex to like do it fast. It'd be, it's strength to grapple, but if you're trying to, like, lash out and do it. Uh, probably, yeah. So, dex check. That's decent. Uh, ooh, that was a four. Uh, you have blast? He... <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's going to do it, actually. <laughs> he... I don't think it'll help. <laughs> he kind of ducks out of the way and scoots a little bit closer to the window. Notably not in any, like, supernatural way. Uh, it just kind of seemed like he was reasonably expecting that uh and sort of trying to go calm down calm down there's no need for this to resort to violence i assure you everything i've told you i think there are plenty of good reasons and i would like Um, to attack real quick 
make me a perception check. Both of you. Okay. So I will. Mm, we love those. Oh, Hinton just turned his camera off, so now there's double me. Oh well. Um. Ooh. I got a dirty twenty. Okay. We're on this. I guess Skyen's uh, gonna be going I... next if Panda just turns camera. This scene's almost done, but um, dirty twenty is enough. So, uh, as you are turning to join this assault on this man, Theo, almost imperceptibly behind you, you hear a click that sounds very similar to the sound of the door lock from a moment ago. Mm. Uh, do I need to roll an insight to see if that was the door locking again, locking us in here? Well, I don't think you're going to need to get to that point, because if you're turning around to look, you see that the back wall of this room, which was normal when you came in, is now covered with tendrils. Just this creeping web of flesh that has grown around the walls and covered and barred the door, sort of flicking the lock closed as it does so. And as you notice this, Mr. Eterna, who had of course stood up, stands up a little bit taller in front of this window. And as he does so, you can see that these tendrils that are on the back wall are connected to him. His flesh, as he looks at you, is pulsing and warping slightly as these masses have grown out of his back and extended very subtly through the bookshelves so that you couldn't see them to cover the back wall. Uh, and as he sees you notice this, he kind of turns and goes, yes, forgive me for being a little bit cryptic before. You asked if I was sick, and when I responded, I did think you assumed that I had cancer. To be more clear, I am the cancer. And at that, I think oh we're going to switch. God. I think we're going to switch scenes. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to cry in real life. Dude, I told you, this is the episode where I'm doing fucked up shit, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, let me, let me at, uh, Panda's not here, so I'm going to at Sky in. Uh, and Thoma we're going to tag Brigade in. was not qualified technologically, socially, emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I Just spent two thousand years preparing this. this. <laughs> kind of shutting down, really. Yeah, <laughs> people. I people are saying some. Yes, yeah, Sky is here. I can't say the line now because I don't want to spoil it. But uh, yeah, we're scene switching. Um, I was going to do Panda yeah. next just oh, because uh, so we like rotate and everyone gets fair time, but Panda is not here, which is why there are two of me. And I just realized Skyen's camera has none also of been, me. Yeah. Yeah. Sub subsumed by pandas. For those who don't know, the, we use discord. And so it shows the cameras in alphabetical order. And so if they get uh, altered, it, it changes where everybody's thing is. So let me, shit. let me pull sky camera in and then we will do your scene. So, um, yeah, I assume I didn't miss anything important. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Everything's it's chill. chill. Everyone's chill and fine. Uh, Holy fuck. so, uh, I'm going to say, uh, Nathan and Soma, you guys can leave your headphones on at least, uh, for a bit of this, uh, just to keep you guys involved. I don't want to have everybody headphones off the whole time. If we get to a scene that is secret, which we very well might, I might have you take your headphones off. Uh, but for yeah. now we will... Run this as we go. Ooh, okay. Um, hold on. I just, I Jesus just fixed Skyen's camera, and now it's changed again. <laughs> Skyen, from everyone's reactions, are you worried? 
I think I'm sure it's fine. Like you don't have a <laughs> habit or a reputation that. for doing weird and profoundly fucked up things. This one might be a record. <laughs> is it, is that fair, chat? Don't give specifics, obviously. Now that people are here, but like, do we think this one qualifies as a record? Uh, that's, that's that's yeah. That's <laughs> it for me, at least. Uh, anyway, Skyen or Grimnir, I suppose. Uh, we're gonna backtrack like what 10, 15 minutes, something like that. It hasn't been too long. Uh, you are probably maybe closer to 20, but you get off on this third floor. Where are you going? You're just starting to look around? Yeah, like basically he's going to be wandering through the hallways looking for anything that that looks like this is the place where people work on whatever the thing is that this building does. Gotcha. And as he's going, like as he passes people in the hallway and, and whatever, like every once in a while he'll like dug into a bathroom or whatever and swap into the form of whoever he last passed. Okay. In the hallway, like cool. jumping between disguises, um, um, just like to make himself hard to track. If you're doing that, which is smart, uh, I'm not going to have you make a stealth check yet, at least, because I think you just saying that for like casually walking through the halls, that's enough. Um, but I am going to have you make an investigation check for me. Investigation. Let's see what the 19. 19. Okay, 19 is very good. So, uh, you see. Offices. Offices of a tech company. It's not anything super crazy, uh, but as you look through, you can definitely find, like, computers that people have been working on. Everything in here is just computer. This is not, like, a production lab for anything that you can see. Uh, you are, and, you know, presumably that is somewhere in this building, but you are on a, a computer floor. Yeah. Like, but yeah, so he's... If there's any computer, like, where someone has left it logged in, and, like, he... he feels like he has a window he'll like skim the screen tap a keyboard every once in a while just to see like he's not good with computers but he knows how to open a file yeah okay uh after a bit of searching you are able to find someone who has you know been a bit negligent and left their computer open so you have access to the system excellent he will like tap through like try and find any any documentation that sort of i think actually he'll probably look for marketing material um like first oh, okay. to sort of see like like any anything like depending on who, like if it's a programmer obviously they won't have that material but if you can find anything yeah. that sort of says in plain language what the company does and how um, they do it or what their pitch is if you are looking for high level stuff we'll say you get that first and if you want to keep digging you can looking around for high level things you are able to find uh you know this is of course a tech company a lot of their recent stuff has been with ai assistance and things like that um this is probably news to Grimnir, but like you, Skyen, as a person, it is largely what you would expect from a company that is putting out uh, AI stuff. But it's worth noting, everything that you're looking at now is like stuff that is already in, like already published or stuff that's about to be published. You're not looking at like advanced future yeah. marketing yet. But from the stuff that they're putting out now, everything seems remarkably normal. If you have specific questions, feel free to ask, but... Yeah, he's going to sort of like, he's going to look at that and go, and then start to, I think he'll just ba like basically do a Windows or, or Apple's search, like anything with like the words soul, spirit, uh, ghost, resource, like anything like that. <laughs> okay, you know what? This is actually really, uh, I, I like this. This is a funny thing. Since you, uh, you search through, um, soul doesn't come up with anything in the marketing, spirit doesn't come up with anything in the marketing. Um, when you search ghost, though, uh, you find huh. a document that says, uh, like, uh, there, there was a specific term for what this is. 
and I don't remember what it's called, which is frustrating me. But basically, what you find is a document of essentially PR do's and don'ts. And one thing that you find on there is like, there's like a, a table. And it's like, if the customer says this, the you know employee representative should say this. Or like, don't use these terms, use these terms. And you find one that says like, don't use the term ghost. Ghost is a term that's associated with like a lot of negative connotations, horror movies, etc., etc. We prefer to use the term, um, I guess, soul or spirit probably would be better. But like, uh, just actually, you know what? Person, deceased person, deceased person. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna go with. It's don't use the term ghost because it carries like horror connotations. We prefer to use the term deceased person uh, for all of this stuff. Uh, yes, deceased person sounds much more reasonable. <laughs> it doesn't have to be reasonable. This is PR. Who cares? Uh, but yeah, that is one that you find. Now, on that document, uh, it is pretty, like, buried. You are able to find it in, like, it seems to have been downloaded from an email. But what you can see, that the sort of heading... Also, I know the cameras have shifted. I'll fix it in a second. Uh, what you can see from the sort of heading that has uh, come up at the top of the sheet, it is for... Uh, what seems to be some sort of unreleased project that is dubbed, at least as a working title, Project Egregore. Project Egregore. Hmm. He will check what the hell that is. Uh, searching around for that, you cannot find any other information on that on this computer, at least. Okay. Yeah, he's not really dedicated to, like, digging through this one computer. Yeah. He's, he's going to square that away in the back okay. of his head and then move on and try and see if, like, if you can find someone's corner office, like, something that looks like someone important works there. Okay, cool. So, uh, looking around, you can find uh, an office that seems to be, like, a department head or something like that. Uh, you, you see one at the end of the hall. Yeah. The door is closed. Okay, I'm going try and get in there somehow. Is there someone around, like, whose appearance you can steal sort of immediately? There are people milling about. We never actually established what day of the week this is, which is, I maybe should have done. But just statistically, it's probably a work day. So there are people here. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you can find somebody, you know, he'll, walking in the opposite direction pretty easily. Yeah, he'll grab their appearance just so it makes sense that he's in this part of the building. And then he will attempt to enter the office in some way. Like, is there a doorbell? Can you knock? Is it just an unlocked door he can open? Um... I mean, you can, there's not like a doorbell. You could knock. You could also just go in. It's, it's a closed door. You can't really see what's on the other side other than that it's an office. Okay, but there is like a doorknob I can pull on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a Star Trek door. Okay, so he'll, he'll try and open it, basically. The door opens, uh, and the person at the desk inside looks up at you confused. Yeah, and he'll sort of stick some, uh, Hey, boss, uh, you heard there's an all-hands meeting being called in just a second. Uh, they really want everyone out there right now. Uh, what? Uh, hold on. He kind of taps some things the uh the the slack channel doesn't have anything about it are you sure no no like the, the guy just came down and told us like uh, like the uh, boss man wants to talk to everyone it's like i don't know what the hell's going on uh give me a deception check absolutely that is a 15 15 let me roll you have blessed you can add a d4 to that oh i'll add a i d4 will to wait that. to roll until you say that It's an 18 now. An 18 nice. now. That is notably better. Uh, okay. Uh, the guy kind of, <laughs> you see him sort of like look down at his computer, see, like click refresh on the thing a few times. 
well, I'm not doing much today anyway. All right, fine. Where is it? And he stands up from the desk, presumably ready to go. Yeah, and he's like, I, I forgot my phone. I have to go collect, but it's down the hallway that like just points like in a direction. Um, and as soon as the guy walks off, he'll like try and steal into the office. Uh, the guy like walks halfway down the hallway and then turns back and goes, conference room B or C? I think it was C. Okay. Uh, and he walks away. Uh, after he, I'm assuming you're waiting until he like turns a corner or something. Yeah, as, as soon as he's out of sight, like in, yeah. close the door and start poking around. Give me a stealth check just in case. I don't think it'll be a tough a one, just but it seems reasonable. That's a 19. 19 sounds fine. I'm not even going to set like a perception check against it. Uh, yeah, you are able to get into this office, close the door. There is no one else here. Computer is still on. Uh, there are obviously people walking around outside as usual, but you do have this office to yourself now. Yeah, he will immediately, he'll like go into the, e like try and get the emails, try and search for the project, the thing that you said. Uh, you are able to quickly find some files that have this name uh, attached to them. They do seem to be in some form or another encrypted though. This is obviously something like it, uh, let's, you know what? Let's not even go so far as encrypted. You need a password to get into this part of, of things. Does this guy have, like, a post-it note on his desk with his passwords on it? Let me roll intelligence for this guy and see if he gets low enough to do that. I'm That's how we're doing this right now. That may be the funniest Nat 1 in D&D Dork's history. Yes! Yes! I absolutely just love that, canonically, this guy's stupid. Canonically, he, you, this guy's just dumb. You He's bad look, at this. <laughs> you look around for a password note, and three seconds later see a sticky note taped to the monitor that says secret password, and then it says it. Wow. It's one, two, three, right four. Right yeah. there. Definitely somebody's son. I can't like, believe I got a nap Somebody's one getting fired. That. Someone's getting turbo fired. Uh, he'll, yeah, like, he'll sort of look at that and go, uh, like, e like even he knows that that is bad info sec, and like he'll type the password in and, and open it. <laughs> we'll, we'll make this even funnier. Um, you see, you look around the desk as you're looking. There are like a billion pictures of like a little shit zoo with like name tags on it, and the password is just his dog's name. That's like plastered uh, everywhere over this desk. Uh. <laughs> And still, he needed a post-it note. Apparently, to apparently, I got a nat one. What is he supposed to do? All right, so yeah, you you. Well, average for a executive in a tech company. You enter master hacker mode. I imagine the hardest part of this hack is typing with your bird hands. Yeah. Uh, and so, Sky and I have I have the funniest thing you should absolutely do when this guy gets back. <laughs> turn turn back into the fucking CFO and fire his ass. <laughs> You're an undercover boss, motherfucker. If you, if you get caught, just... <laughs> Damn, that might it's be... your dog's un name, Undercover asshole? boss might be the episode title now. Because <laughs> it works on a well, few shit, levels. Doing... He's yeah. shifting into that man's form right now. Okay, okay, he's great. <laughs> great. If he comes back, it's I'm a... going to fire this guy. I, oh, man, God. I don't want to do this company <laughs> this... Papers, but no one should have to deal with this. This is one of those great... <laughs> This is one of my favorite D&D moments. They're so rare, but where, like, the line of funny bit and the line of actually practical strategy have met perfectly, and you're right at that <laughs> nexus. So good. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, you pretty pretty easily are able to get in here. You're, you're looking, what like, what are, 
just looking for a general overview, I guess. Yeah, any kind of project description, like what the project goals are, how they're yeah. doing it, what the resource, they, like anything that describes uh, what they're doing and how and where. So this, is, we'll say that this is a marketing floor since we kind of already established that. So there's not a lot of technical know-how here, though you could go to another floor and check. Um, but the uh, what you can see is essentially Project Egregore seems to be a system that allows people to like essentially reach into the underworld with modern tech and use sort of AI frameworks to pull somebody's soul out of the underworld and essentially bring them back to life. And that is what they are very, very carefully trying to plan a marketing strategy around. Awesome. Okay. Uh, is there any indication in his emails or anything like where is this happening? Where are they doing this? Is it in this building? Um, give me an investigation check because I think that's a valid, that's a valid question that might you might get, but you might have to dig for it. Like it would, it would probably be implied rather than you know a thing that says it. Like, yeah. He's trying. He got a sixteen. He's trying like 16? just like okay, do they yeah. mention like. Oh, off-site, or do they mention, like, this is happening in the basement? Uh, yeah, you are able to find a, uh, like, an email from someone in a production department that has, like, an area in the building on their signature, so which, with which you can infer that they are working on-site here. And it does, yeah, in classic supervillain fashion, it does seem to be in the basement in some sense. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna stare at that for a second and kind of go, but um, until further notice, he's just going to be poking through this guy's computer trying to find out as much as possible as he can. Yeah. And maybe in the meantime, we could find out what Paul has been up to. Yes, exactly. That was my plan. I will give you uh, one little extra piece of info before we swap over. Uh, but that is basically right now, the, the AI simulations are like using underworld power, or at least that's what the marketing thinks. You know, it's fancier than that. But they're using that to power like legitimate AI simulations. But the goal, this new tech that they're planning on rolling out, is, like, actually pulling souls out and, like, running them. Uh, but with that, let's swap on over to our, our third, not third party member, but third party split, Paul, who is going to go to a different part of this building. Uh, ah! And maybe, by pure coincidence, the part that uh, that Grimnir was actually just finding out about. So we have a really nice transition I'm of, so like... Zoom out of this sort of middle floor and then zoom back into the the basement stuff. You and me both, man. Actually, oh wait, Paul I have... has been gone man. for thirty fucking minutes. I'm so scared. <laughs> Actually, I can't. If someone if this ever gets an animated series, it like zooms out. It zooms back into the lobby, into the still frozen like AI screen, and then like passes through it and goes to like a matrix code thing, and then zooms into Paul. So, Paul. Your goal, where we, we left you off, was to find, sort of track this thing back to a source, yes? Yeah. Okay, following so... The, uh, following the yarn all the way back. Yes. Uh, you give me a... Lots of investigation checks here, but that's good. It's an investigative episode. Give me an investigation check. <clears throat> Would you like to pick another one? <laughs> I think I'll stick uh, with that's this. That's a... That's a net, that is a nat one. You that's think another a, skill would have helped? <laughs> Something. <laughs> okay. It would have so, been not that. 
So, um, Paul, I'm, you know what? You know what? I'm actually gonna. What's what's a funnier way to do this? Because the easy way would I be. I lost. I was about to say yeah. The easy way would be you can't find it, but that's a that's a failure. That's not a nat one. A nat one is you find it and do not know how you got there. So, uh, Paul, navigating this network, there's a lot of complicated things going on. Uh, things that you do not really understand, as I kind of described earlier. You are, however, able to sense a sort of maybe a convergence point in a sense. Uh, again, to, to provide an easier cue for the audience since they don't have visuals. Seems like he's sort of coming up on a server of some sense or like at least a network sort of access point. So you're, you sense these, these uh, more streams of these kind of arcane numbers flowing into a point that is in front of you. Okay. Uh, so I have all of these. It's like the center of the web that I can kind of see that I stumbled ass backwards into. Not necessarily the center, but a nexus point. I'll phrase it that way. A center. Not the yeah. center, just a point. And, and um, I okay. should also say, you don't know if it's the center or not. Cool. Cool. Um uh yeah fuck it uh he he he's not gonna think any deeper about that he's lost uh he's <laughs> going to go straight towards that center okay uh you get into this center and let me think about sort of timing here uh you get into the center and you are able to kind of following the thread uh that you came from the thread to, from that ai into the center you can yeah. see that that one kind of like hits this point and the flow is is different than the other ones coming in whether that's because you like broke it or you're disrupting the flow somehow or something different you do not know but the flow of the thread that you're following is definitely different than the others hmm. okay all right so what what i've been on is not the same as the other things going in and out of here um can i try and figure out what is different about it? Like, what makes it different? I'll go ahead and say, it is presumably because there is sort of another spirit on this line that is disrupting the connection. Re reasonably, like, you are the... the Two colors on this line. Here. Yeah. Understood. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so, how many other... How many others do I see coming in to this point? I don't have an exact number for you. It's quite a few... Uh, I would say, well, is maybe... it roughly the same number as I saw of files that uh, Theo has of oh, missing uh, souls? Smaller than that, definitely smaller. Smaller than that. than that. Yes, definitely. Smaller. How much smaller than that? There's maybe thirty to forty at most. I don't actually remember how many people I said were gone missing, but it was more than that. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I would say thirty at most on this this point. Um, but again, from the way that you can, there might be other nexus points around. Okay. Um, are the others that are going out of there, aside from the weirdness of mine, do they all seem fairly similar? Yeah, they all, they, they are all unique. They are not identical, but they all right. seem similarly constructed. I'll phrase it like that. Okay. Is there anything going in and out of this connection point that isn't one of those because my thought process is all of these are different like kiosks with people in them is there a path out of here that leads to like 
a central hub of some kind. Yes. There there is one I will say that is notably notably larger than the others. You know, again, we're sort of representing this visually when it's like a weird digital arcane hellscape thing. But yeah. like uh there is one that is quote unquote larger than the others and also seems maybe more stable in a sense. Got it. Got it. In that case, I'm going to go down that one. All That's right. uh, I go into the nexus point. I'm like, wow, that sure is a lot of others, and then just go straight down the the big one. You are able to follow that one, and when you get there, I will sort of do a, a sort of visual map for you here. This one that you get to is different than the other nexus points. It seems more like a bubble, if that makes any sense. It is like a you can't see through it. But it is has a very solid edge, and you can kind of get the sense looking at it and sensing it that it is hollow. There is something in there. There are other of these large connecting nodes going over to other nexus points. And also, notably, there is a really big one that goes down. Like straight down, almost sort of mushroom-like. There's a big thing that mm. goes down, then there's this bubble, and then there are other sort of connectors going off that bubble. And the one that goes down goes like far. Gotcha. Okay, so thought process of Paul at this moment. Um, I came in through a kiosk, which was a person. Mm -hmm. I did not see the person while I was traveling down this, but I found another nexus that a bunch of these split off from. Yep. I am going to assume that these are all kiosks that serve similar purposes. I will say because that they a, all have yeah a reasonable assumption for where you're at right now. Gotcha. So I talked to a receptionist. There's like the ten receptionists that sprout, sprouted off from that first nexus point. I went a little bit deeper, and now I am at the nexus of here's all the souls that are coming in, and yep. they're all connected to something down there. Yep. Because that's where the bubble is connected above us. Yeah. There's a um, different one. Another to something farther down. Another numbers thing. Looking up. I know that uh, each one of these branches branches into more people. Taking into account the number of connections I saw at the first Nexus, can I assume that all of the missing souls are connected here? Um, like if there were five people that connected to the first Nexus yeah, and there's 40, then there's four coming off. There's like eight coming off of this, this this bubble. I would say yes. If anything, there's more here than <clears throat> hang on missing though i will also say this uh i believe we did establish episode one technically nobody knows how long these disappearances have been going on for and presumably right. there are a lot that are unreported so yeah i'm not yeah it, i'm more trying to make sure oh, that I, there is a adequate number of connections to yes. assume that all of the souls we know about are here yes i'm not necessarily going to confirm that all the souls are here, but there is enough that you are looking at where that is a reasonable assumption to make. Right. That is that is the assumption that is being made, not the actual fact of it. Correct. Um, okay. Seeing that connection, seeing that there is a very deep pit that goes straight down. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna take. I'm gonna take that. I'm following the road, and I'm following this where it leads. Eventually, right. I'll end up in something, probably, or dead. Uh, this is gonna be really interesting, actually. Okay. Um, you follow this down very, 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 very far. As I've said too many times, this is not technically visual, but we're representing it in visual mm. space for the benefit of everybody involved. You are going down to where presumably a basement would be. 
And when you get there, you see these connections actually branch out. They do not seem to hit a central node. They expand outward into a lot of very different looking connections. What I will say though, um, and I'm going to have to use vague terms here. There is, let's say, connection one and connection two. There are many different branches. All of them fall into one of these two categories. There is one type and there is another type kind of spread out. If you want more specifics on that, you can give me a perception check, but that is what you see immediately. Okay. Scarlet says hi, by the way. Hello, Scarlet. They said hi, love. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it goes down. Bunch of things that branch outward yes. from the basement area. Yes. Mm. Same question as before. Is there one that, like, goes, it like, a big one? Is there a big one that connects um, to something bigger? Or is I'll... this, like... Allow me to rephrase. There are, yep. you, there was a really big one going down. What you can uh -huh. kind of tell now seeing the bottom is that that connection seems to be less one gigantic one and more the interweaving of all these smaller ones. Mm. If that helps. Yeah. No, I get that. I'm mm -hmm. saying is there any of the, the various connections going into this one like super connector that is obviously contributing more than the rest no um yeah, they, there are no there are a bunch of them there are like i said two types of connections but none no they seem different neither type seems more or less powerful than the other they are just different and again if you want to roll me a perception check i can give you more specifics on this yeah i want, I want more specifics because okay, right cool. now i'm seeing i'm in a server room with a shit ton of information yeah and i have been an elite pad for god knows how yes. long um <laughs> Please don't fuck me on this. Okay, 16. 16. Okay, so uh, looking at this kind of giant network of things, it's hard to figure out where they're leading sort of geographically, but you do manage to do it as you go. Connection one, let's call it, and if you want to sort of assign names to these in your head, that's totally fine. Connection Got one it. seems to be very scattered. They are going to a lot of different places. Uh, they are all feeding off sort of different energy they're not all exactly the same they are once again like the ones on the top similar but not identical uh and every now and then it's very rare you can detect a sort of pulse from one of these uh which you will have to sort of follow if you want more information on connection two however all of these connections are going to a very close location in proximity to each other well, connection one is spreading out kind of like roots all of connection two they are ending up in like a grid a very tight grid in one specific area mm. so there's one that's spread out one that's a grid okay this is probably wrong but my assumption is my my assumption hearing that is uh connection one connects to the souls that are being used to essentially train the ai and the grid is the individual ais that are being trained um follow one and find out but which one i'm gonna follow on clock here which you don't yeah, know i'm gonna follow you... a random a random one of connection one i'm gonna try and find the endpoint of one of the connection ones here oh okay so you follow this connection uh and when you get to the end you see um how would i describe this 
whatever the connection from this sort of digital realm to the physical realm looks like, that is what you see. Like, whatever you visualize as, like, you know, whatever door you go through to leave your leap pad into the physical world or go, like, out of this area, that's what you see. This seems to be... This ends at a machine that connects to something outside. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I know you said I'm on a, a an invisible clock. Uh, I don't know that, so no, I'm gonna go not. back the way I came. You're gonna go back, okay. and then I'm gonna go down a random connection too. Random see connection too. Once again. You actually see that this one also connects to something in physical space. It is a distinctly different feel. These are connecting not to the same type of machine, but with your uh, with your knowledge of like how these sort of connections work, these are definitely connecting to machines in the physical world. Okay. All right. I was trying to see if there was anything drastically different at the end of number two they do feel very different they are different types of machines but they are both dif- they are both machines can i insight to feel like what kind of different um is one hooked up to an ekg and the other's hooked up to like a fucking you, turntable like you can, what you am can I... investigation for it i don't think that'd be an insight um you also and maybe i shouldn't say this maybe this is giving you too much but it's also a risky play you can try exiting into one of the machines if you would like i'm gonna um, i'm trying to to kind of hedge my bets on which one i'm jumping into yeah yeah dude they'll go so, and tell you they um, will have very different results i can imagine uh i got an 11 slightly better than average uh looking at at like what how, different how did how do i how um, do they feel different an 11 I will say that connection one feels slightly more active in a sense, but keep in mind that that is what I am telling you off an 11. So that is nowhere near the full picture. But like, if you had to call one of them more active, it would be connection one. I'm going back down the connection one that I first went down and I am going to jump into the, I'm going to open the door. I'm going to jump into whatever's on the other side. You open the door. Um, I, okay. I actually need you to describe something about paul for me so that i can describe this Mm, don't like that when paul is inside uh like the leap pad what is paul's like sensation is he like a ghost next to the leap pad or can he quote unquote like feel the leap pad does that make sense i kind of think of it as possession so in in the 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 broadest of terms the reason he calls it a talk box is i kind of imagine it like all of a sudden he is the leap pad so he, he is a consciousness possessing the leap pad and all the leap pad can do is talk so he, so okay. he can't really see in, yeah so he, he is can in a see thing. through the camera and talk through the speaker but that's about all he Got can it. do and when he possesses machines he kind of just right. it's like if you jumped into a new body yes uh the reason i ask is because i wanted to know if i should describe this as you are looking at it or as you are it you know Ah, that's bad. And as you go into this thing, the first thing that you notice is, of course, like around you, right? If you are seeing out of this device, you're going to see what's around you before you see yourself. And you see nothing, actually. You are in a sort of void. It's very hard to get any sort of magical uh, aura off this. Make me an arcana check right off the bat to see if you can get any area of your surroundings, and then I'll tell you what machine you are actually in. 
Why why is it one or the other? I get I get three types of rolls. I get I'm fucked, I get absolutely middling, or I get the best rolls of all time. That's a nat 20. Nat 20? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. You're getting all nat 20. This will... is the entire building. Yeah. You are getting nat 20s <laughs> at the most important time, like for lore, though, I will say. Woo! Um, you know this place because you've been there before. What? You immediately recognize this. This is a space essential think of it like a like an abyss empty purgatory it is a sort of spaceless realm between afterlives and between the mortal realm and the afterlife oh you immediately get a sense of like deja vu for being here not because you died when you die you go straight to a place this is somewhere different mm -hmm. that you have somehow accessed before and the shape God. that you find yourself in is very hard to parse, I would imagine. You are not a humanoid shape right now. You're, of course, used I to not no humanoid shapes. I must scream. You're used to being in a leap <laughs> pad. But this shape does have some, well, not a humanoid shape, a humanoid feel to it. There are parts of you that feel organic, but parts of you that feel distinctly not. And these two seem in some sort of opposition to each other. And as you process this you realize that you are in one of the extractor arms. Oh! No! Uh, okay! Um, I like this episode a lot. This is one of my favorites, lore-wise. Realizing, realizing that I'm in a fucking I-have-no-mouth-and-I-must-scream arm, robot arm, yep. uh, I am gonna, it, apparently in the black space... Uh, I, I'm gonna go back. back <laughs> I'm into, turning into around. the network? Yeah, I'm going okay. back into the network. I found out I'm an arm and went, ah, bad! Back, in, <laughs> back, back into, into the, the network it is. All right. Back into the network. Uh, I'm gonna go back down connection two, and I'm gonna jump into that machine and figure out what the fuck's on that end. All right. I love these two connections because these really show the dichotomy of what this series uh, is, you know, supposed to be. So out of coming out of the weird body horror, creepy abyss void space of the extractor arm, you now go mm -hmm. into connection two and you, you go into this thing and immediately get a sense of opening your eyes. And I mean that literally, I do not mean you get a sense of sight. You get a sense of like vision activated. And if you look down, you are in a robot. Hmm. A very sleek, very shiny, uh, a Turnitech aesthetic looking robot body that is sort of in a like grid rack with several others matching the pattern that you saw them connecting to in the network. Can, uh, can, can I make a check to see how many there are? Um, there's, there's probably, I would say maybe like 20. There's not a lot, but it's not like two, you know? Yeah. Um Okay. Going back into the network again or as I was passing the network, roughly how many connection ones did I see? Oh, there were at least like 50. Uh the con the ah! twos were more noticeable because no! they were clustered. There's a lot of these of these connector networks. Fuck. Okay. Um is there anything holding the robot body in? 
There is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's on like a like a rack thing. It is in looking around. You seem to be in like a production facility. No, wait. I guess I should say there are like some scientists like milling around doing some work. It's not like an abandoned factory. Well, I was very lost, and my only other option is going back out of the receptionist that I only found because I got lost. <laughs> um. This is a bad plan. I'm going to admit that out front so that the viewers don't yell at me. This is a bad plan. You think that's going to stop them? But uh, as I see the scientists walking around, I'm assuming the other robots seem deactivated. From what I am tell, just yeah. simply going to watch one of them as they walk past. Uh, turn turn your head and yeah. give him a real creepy ass moment all right let me do yeah a just check. the robot standing completely still and then their head locks on and just watches them move he got a four <laughs> he, he didn't see you mm, cool uh am i strapped in in any capacity um you are held in if you tried well first off but no you you figured out that you can move because you did the head tilting um mm. if you, if you tried hard enough, you could probably get out of this thing. Uh, you are not, like, like industrial strapped in. Uh, just for my own visuals, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm imagining that the robots kind of look like if Apple designed a person. So just, like, um, I robot and no screws. I, <laughs> like... I would say that. Um, I would also say they don't have faces. They have, like, sort of rounded yep, screens. Flat. Yeah, not even flat. Like, cool. Like, yeah. Uh, like, mm -hmm. I, I'll come up with a better visual for it later, but, like, almost... I get like, it. Yeah, you, you get the sense. The, a, Apple person, the sense. but, like, screen face. If Apple designed an Android, so overly sleek and zero ways to get in. Yeah. Um, so, I think the first thing that I'm going to do is, okay, I follow the connections. Mm -hmm. I'm not assuming I'm in the internet, so Paul's assuming he's in the building still. Uh... Saw the scientist walk past. Scientist didn't look at him. Cool. Um, it's alive. So he's just going to fucking Frankenstein pull his arms out of the uh, I, restraints and try and start walking. Doable. I actually want you to give me a perception check really quick before you do that. And then I don't we like might bounce back over. I gotta, this is a good investigative episode. <laughs> I, got, I got a four. I got That's a four. You know what? I'm actually mm -hmm. just going to say that you see this because it's more of a bit. I shouldn't have made you do a perception check for it anyway. Um, but Lovely. as you are doing this, you catch a, like, there's a reflective sort of metal surface near you. And you catch a glimpse of the robot form that you are in. While all the others have these blank screens, the robot that you are in has your face on the screen. Which, to remind everybody, is just a skull. So there is this yep. slightly green-tinted, fully realistic <laughs> skull wow. implanted on the face of this Love just that. stock blank robot Woo! that is now ripping Time itself to out the of this shit thing. out of an Apple employee. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Um, from the way that you phrase that, I don't think you were doing that very subtly. Uh, no. So yeah, there's a chorus of screams as one of the robots just starts ripping itself off of this. Uh, yeah, off of this thing. For context, uh, I'm kind of imagining it's kind of like pinned in the way that like Dracula, not Dracula, uh, like Frankenstein or Darth Vader was like pinned down to the board. So I'm imagining he just and then just kind of starts trying to walk. Yep. 
and on that wonderful note, I think we're going to bounce back around to to you two. But everyone keep your headphones on this time. Um, <laughs> everyone keep your keep your headphones on this time. I say you two. You two. Uh, Equally mode. fun circumstance, gang. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's having a real fun horror Living time. And then Skyrim's <laughs> looking I have at a, 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 I have a very important question. Yeah. Uh, will you allow me to have somehow magically concealed my shield and my sword on my person? Um. Okay, question. Do you, like... I'll go ahead and say if you had them, like you could have gotten in. Like it's. Do you have a specific reason for them being? I, I mean, who is? I mean, I, I. Is there a mechanical way that you could do that within your kit? No. Okay. Yeah, you have them. You don't have access to disguise self yeah. or something in your spell list. I do not. He's a war yeah. cleric, so I think most of his spells are are either like inside or combat. For, yeah. I'm mean, wearing my suit. Uh, yeah, this is very like you've got the shield sword on your back with the suit. Cool imagery, uh, but yeah, you you have yeah, well, that I think. So I wield those. Yeah, are you like I remember we left off after the cool line that I won't repeat to not spoil things for uh, for people who didn't yeah. hear it the first time. Are you like charging at him? I assume. Oh yeah. I need you to make a dex save for me. Can do. Can do. Um, is this something that is only targeting me? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. An extremely rare occurrence where I get to do this cool thing. Um, uh, I get to add a plus two, an additional plus two to this. Or is it advantage? Let me check real quick. Let me check real quick. Um, feats. When things are only... Oh, you can add your shield's AC bonus to your dex, though, against effects that target only you. Yeah, so I get an additional plus two to this. So for that, it is a 15. A 15? All right. Um, I forgot how strong I made this guy, but you were the one that said you wanted scary things. Um, The good news is that this attack that I'm about to to hit you with doesn't do any damage. Uh, Okay. So as you charge at Mr. Eterna, he stands there again not in any sort of costume not a, well he's kind of super villainy mode now but still like on a first glance you would think that he was pretty much a normal person until you notice the parts of him that aren't however that changes very briefly because as you charge at him he very casually just stretches out a hand towards you and that arm explodes in what i can only describe as a beam of shifting flesh that wraps around you if your sword cuts into it it starts bleeding and does not stop in its movement it grabs you and he pulls you in very close and says you know i really genuinely did not want it to come to this but here we are business is business and he throws you out the motherfucking window boy no (laughs) okay uh, oh. here, remember when I asked you how many floors below you were? You yeah. hear a crash from above you of this glass window shattering. He's going to go look at what's going on there. Uh, yeah, if you, you look see- out and look up, ah! you see a tumbling <laughs> Theodeus in a shower of glass. 
Do you have anything? Hell, I, you've got a chance uh, to do something try about and this. Shatter the window in front of him and dive after. Uh, I mean, yeah. You, you, are you like? Is I? When you say shatter, shatter the spell, or are you shatter it something? or open it? Like, like if it mm -hmm. can be opened, he'll try and do that. But other than that, uh, otherwise he'll fast. The fast. Smack it. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely find something heavy enough on the desk to chunk at the window. Something sharp enough. Uh, and yeah, you smash the window along with, uh, and are, I mean, I don't need to make you do a roll to leap out the window. So yeah, you leap out after him. And uh, I'm going to oh, dive and try and catch him, essentially. Uh, give, I mean, you are uh, a bird. So can you, yes. can you fly? You can fly. Uh, I have a flight speed of you, 15 feet per second. Okay. You so do have a flight speed. Cool. Turn. Yeah. Uh, you are able to catch up to him pretty quickly. Now you are on like the 50th story, so you have some time to, to do something. But yeah, you can catch up to him. Are you trying to like catch him and then fly somewhere else? Like carry him? I'm trying at the very least to slow him down. Or if there is a pool of water down below, can we get Leah? Let's say one thing at a time. Give me a strength check to see if you can uh, slow him down. That's a 16. A 16? That's actually pretty good. Okay, so grabbing on to Theo. Yeah, because like you... it's it's worth remembering for the purposes of mechanics, I am small. Yeah. Which means that like Theo is a is like a whole weight class above me in terms of, yeah. of like strength to move and strength to pull around. Yeah. Uh so yeah, you you have not stopped him, but I'll say you you have slowed his fall enough and then you've got some time to figure out what to do next. So Theo, after being just thrown out the wind, actually, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to that's, uh, you're going to take six damage, not a lot, but you did just get thrown through shards of glass. So that's going yeah. to that's gonna do at least a little bit to you. Uh, so you get thrown out of this window, and as you are tumbling down, you hear a second shattering of glass, and then a dark figure just dash out like horizontal and catch you, uh, sort of slowing your fall down, uh, but you are still falling at quite a great speed. Um, Theo, Theo just shouts, get me back in that room. I have a devil to kill. I the size you are. Do something like flat, 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 trying to slow this man down. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got to say. All right, cool. So at this point, uh, yep. hmm? any spells that will help. Yeah, I'm, I'm this now, is the point I'm where I'm saying to you guys have anything that you can do or are, are I, external external <laughs> circumstances which might include I'm, the ground gonna come into play i'm going to reach out to my mother <laughs> theo calls for his what? mommy as he's plugging 50 <laughs> stories um god oh i really god, like this on, episode i love this video. episode the audio the audio of this is ah catch do something! Get me back in that window! I have a devil to kill! Mommy! <laughs> I am going to roll percentile dice, and if I get less than 10, oh or 10 oh, or less, such a pull. Uh, divine intervention. Oh, that'd be such a pull. What happened? Please. One, one in 10, 5% chance. It's just like critting. Um, where have you been is... defenestrated from a skyscraper? <laughs> Call yes. your mom! <laughs> Call your mom. <laughs> and Soma's alone in there now. Ain't that funny? All right, mom. All right, mom. Now's your time to shine. Ah, please. <laughs> no, no, that is not. All right. 
<laughs> okay, so oh, you are phone. you have fallen. Like the phone rings in Athena's <laughs> office, and she's just like, oh, "It's him again." Not now. <laughs> Send him to speaker. I'll call him back. Wow. So you have fallen several stories at this point. Your fall has been slowed, uh, but there's still a long way to go. I guys, really, I really got to go to the bathroom right now. I think this is a great time. That's oh, a great time. Yeah, I think this yeah. is a wonderful time. You know, we can. He'll, he's got some more stories to fall. I'll be quick. We'll. We'll, you know, just take a break here and we'll see how things yeah, go totally. in, a, in a couple minutes. So I hope everybody's enjoying the episode so far. We are actually going to take our break because ah! we're just over two hours, which is great. So we will be back in a couple of minutes. We will see you guys then. Don't go anywhere. Ah, lovely. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Hello, everybody. We are back. Kind of. The cameras are wrong. Uh, Panda said he had to go handle something and we'll be back in like 10 to 15 minutes. So we're just going to go ahead and uh, keep going because he's conveniently not in this scene anyway. So everybody just, you know, we can wait for another 30 seconds while I fix the cameras, right? It's, no one will be mad yeah. about that. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. Where's that bird face? Yeah, nothing important is happening anyway. Nothing important no, is happening. No. So anyway... Uh, How's the weather where you guys are? Oh, I, I gotta write down. Yeah. I do like how how well did this bit carry over when I went? Is ah! <laughs> that does that do good? This mic should I not pick it up as soon as I like turn away. I was I looking at mechanics yeah. things, so I actually have no idea. Um, uh, it was an audio thing. Uh, I don't. We'll have to go through the recording oh, yeah. and see. It is. Hmm? It is. Two, I just have to. I'm doing notes for TikTok. We're doing notes for um, TikTok, you know. Coming back from break at two thirty. Coming back from break at two thirty. Uh, just yeah, chilling, having a cool, casual, casual time. Totally anyway, um, I guess I should ask. Uh, one, one more thing, Nathan. Yeah. Do you have a way to not die here? Uh, no, I'm just gonna tank it. I think and. Uh... <laughs> We were discussing this while we were waiting, and we did come to the conclusion off camera that um, there's probably not a lot that can be done here, but Theo legitimately might be able to tank this fall as a demigod. So we will pick back up, uh, you know, maybe two, three floors down they fell during the break. Back to you guys. Um, falling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything you guys want to say, or am I going to have to roll some damage here in a second? I mean, the only um, thing I can think of is that I do have a rope. I don't know that I have a grappling hook necessarily, but, like, getting a dagger onto the rope, trying to throw it around, like, a um, telephone pole or anything to sort of try and slow us down. To try to, like, I don't, I don't swing. Know like Spider-Man it. Is that what I... Yeah. I mean, you know what? It's a, it's a superhero series. I'll take cool Spider-Man bullshit. Give me a um, give me a sleight of hand check. I know that's generous on you, but it's gonna be. We'll we'll that's see. That's a twenty-four. Can, a twenty-four. Okay, so here here is what I would say then. What you've got right now, and I'm gonna describe this quick because I'm trying to think about this timing wise. You now have a grappling hook. You are also still holding on to Theo. Theo is not attached to this grappling hook right now. And no. if you hit and swing, 
the gamble is, can you hold on to him while you... Or is he just going to get knocked free from your grasp? Yeah, I'm going to try and get the... Uh, like, like, hold on to the rope! Hold on to the rope! Ah! Okay. I, hold on to it. Uh, Theo, give me a strength check to see how well you can hold on to this rope or if you're going to power slam into the ground last second. All right. That's a nat 20. You're kidding me. That's Pretty a nat grip, 20. Theo. Oh my god. <laughs> no way. Whoa. Oh, Panda's going to be so pissed. We're going to come back and we're going to come back and we're going to tell Panda, "Oh yeah, Theo's fine. He took no damage and he's going to be terrified." <laughs> he's going to think he's going to think something like awful happened. That's what I'm talking about, okay, baby. Okay, so let me describe that. You guys are plummeting. As you are falling down these, I said 50 stories. I looked it up in the middle. It would probably realistically be more like 70 to 80. You are plummeting down these stories. Grimnir sets up this makeshift grappling hook. And on like the last like two floors, hooks it around like a flagpole or something. Something tall enough. Theo grabs onto the rope. And right, like, a foot above the ground, this rope hits its full extension, and you Spider-Man swing. Imagine, at that speed, doing, like, a full <laughs> loop. Yeah. <laughs> Before, realistically, we could say that you have a cool superhero landing dismount, or we can say that you are dangling from this flagpole, clinging to this thing like a baby, <laughs> and I will let you pick which one of those you want. I think I grabbed onto it in such a way that, like, there are certain knots you can do that the harder you pull, the tighter they yeah. get. I just did that around it's my hurt hand. Your hand like hell, but. Um, and All so right. I think I'm just like dangling by one hand from this, from this flagpole, from this light pole, whatever it is, and I think I just cut myself loose and fall to the ground. Uh, okay, cool. Amazing, amazing life-saving nat 20 possibly right there. You, the, I want to, we, we actually need to run the numbers just for, just for fun. I'm not going to do like yeah, the roll, actual roll. Wait, do you want me to actually roll it? Roll the damage. Okay, sure. Let's, let's see. You said you're 77 would have killed me. And we determined it was what, 19 D6, I think? It was Something 19 like that, yeah. because Grimnir okay. would have slowed me right. a little bit. I think the average damage is 50 something for that. Um, the average damage is 57, so not that far away. It's hitting this. 62. You would have actually, you would have been on your last leg. And notably, this is not like a go and long rest situation, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I would have been at like, yeah. But. I also probably no would have said you had a broken leg or something like that would not have been I, a, <laughs> that I gotta be real. That would not have been a, you walk around and if you get hit, yes. like you would have had injuries from that. As, as soon as I land on the ground, I am freeing up my hand, which is probably just rope burned and yep. like damn near disconfigured. Oh, it's yeah. It's, it's fucked up. Um, <laughs> hope that's not your sword hand. And it, it is, it is of no question to me. It is of no worry on my mind. I am immediately standing up and looking for the entrance to the building because I need to get back okay. up to the top floor. Uh, as that's happening, Grimnir, where are you headed? I'm assuming, you know, you, you dropped him I mean, and yeah, sort of he's, swerved he's off. Drop him, like, swerved off, like, sort of catches himself, nearly slams into the building. 
cool. himself and just sort of goes, what the hell just happened? Like, like Theo, Theo. And like, he's trying to follow him to figure out what the hell's going on. Cool. Uh, now I think we'll, we'll cut over one more time because there was some, that fall took a, a minute or two, I would imagine. So, uh, Soma. We'll backtrack a couple minutes. Just, he just chunked your cousin out the window. You've got a lot of fucking nerve. And not the first time I've heard that, no. So, are you going to do anything? Are you going to... Well, there's a window that's open now, so... Well, to be completely honest, in what is rare for me... Not sure it's worth immediately swinging right now. Good choice. Uh, after that, he, like, retracts the stuff back into himself. Uh, very gross, wet sounds as he does this. But then, with, like, the wind whistling through this now smashed open window, for, I imagine, a very sort of ominous soundscape, he just kind of goes and sits back down at the desk. So... What's your plan, then? Are you going to leave? I don't take you for the type to be interested in all this. And I'm sure your cousin is, well, either a puddle on the ground or running back up here as fast as he damn well can. How do you mean interested in all this? What, joining? Not as much joining as leaving me alone and letting me do my work without interfering, but... No, but you are a... Weird little freak, and we're on your home field. It's disadvantageous. Smart, once again. You would do good in business. I mean that genuinely. Is this what war has come to? <laughs> Growth for the sake of nothing? I killed that family. Even I had a reason for that. For the sake of nothing. You know, I I like that you've brought up that point, Soma. Because you, you're you a conqueror. I've read files, information on you. I do think we have a few more of your victims in the system somewhere. But you're a, a killer, yes? You're a killer, you would describe yourself as? Very much so. He leans forward on his desk, surprisingly casually, with, you know, all that's gone down. He just kind of puts his hands together. And is silent for a moment with, again, this wind ominously whistling through. And after a few seconds of this, he just kind of looks up at you and goes, This might sound like a, a random question, but are you familiar with the phrase taking a life, that general terminology? Yes. I've killed people. Exactly. Exactly. See, taking a life, it means to kill. It means to kill. And I've... I've never really understood that, because let's be honest, as in some sense killers ourselves, what's the point, really? I mean, if I'm to kill somebody, nothing is gained, I don't get anything out of that situation, I'm destroying. I'm not taking anything, right? Doesn't make any sense, really. He kind of leans back in his chair, sort of more talking to the air in general at this point, rather than to you. There's no, no taking a life... Taking a life is different. See, I don't want to kill anyone. I want to, to change them. 
to alter them in some way. Instead of killing, I want to make it so that when I have an effect on someone for every day of their miserable little lives, they think about me. They look back on me and what I've done and how, well, <laughs> tragically, if they had been just a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, a little bit luckier even, then, well, they uh, maybe could have avoided the truly unspeakable things that I did to them and the ones they love. Killing doesn't do anything, but I can make myself inescapable. That, Soma, that is gain. That is what it means to take someone's life. And me, <laughs> I have a nasty little habit of taking every goddamn thing I see. So, with that in mind, what are you going to do right now? I'm going to try to kick him out the window. <laughs> I'll just try <laughs> All right. to kick him out the window. All right. Uh, go for that attack roll. <laughs> All right. Hey. Uh, okay, what is my barehanded unarmed strike? Yep, that still adds that. Uh, 18. 25. 25? All right. Yes. Uh, 25 is going to hit. Uh, so are you, you're just, you're just kicking him? I try to kick him out that open window. All right. You rush towards him. Uh, he's behind his desk. So I'm imagining there's some element of like leaping, kind of sliding, kicking him out of this. Yeah. Um, he like <laughs> side vaults over it and like comes in to swing with the kick. You know what I mean? Your foot goes Hell into yeah. his chest and sticks. He does not move an inch. Mm. That was stupid. And you're no fun. <laughs> uh, he stands up, and as he does, his body, uh, kind of it, like going beyond the bounds of this suit at this point, stretches and extends so that your foot is still like locked in place as the rest of his body shifts to stand up and go look out the window to see what has become of the other person in his office goes hmm I didn't think he'd make that think I can throw two people out a window in one day is that too cliche it's a little indulgent <laughs> indulgent sure you're out the window. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Is he screaming loud enough for me to hear him? I would imagine yeah. it's pretty goddamn loud, yeah. Right, so Grimmer is going to be following Theo. Theo, what the hell happened up there? <laughs> oh, for God's sakes! Flap, 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 flap. <laughs> Take the grappling hook! Uh, and here we are again. Yeah. You, you're going to try the same? You're going to try the same plan? What's the... Uh... What's, I should He's know, gonna he is larger. He ha he is, his flying speed is quite slow. He only mm -hmm. has 15 feet per turn. So that's mm -hmm. 15 feet per, per six seconds. So he'll be meeting him somewhat lower to the ground there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, also, if you're trying to slow his falling speed, it will be a harder check because he is bigger. Yeah. That's so is, is, that, is that the goal, I assume? If so, give me a strength uh, check. If yeah, not, like yeah. I think I think it's I th I think I don't I only have the one rope um and that's currently hanging on the flagpole and that's a 16 again. 
Uh, I did say it was going to be harder, so I don't think that's going to like he's he's way too heavy. But, for you to but, grab. But, 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 but surely getting thrown out of a window would make someone quite angry. Oh, yeah, I should rage. Yeah, you can 100%. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but you can 100% rage on the way down. Surely that would make someone furious. <laughs> I forgot you, that that you, battle ability can be done outside of battle. You definitively have enough time. You could consider this battle. It's not initiative battle, but you could consider it. I don't think that's too much of a stretch of the imagination. Uh, yeah. You know, so, it's been such a day we forgot about all the emotions, including rage. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you rage, but I do think that you are just going to... Panda joined at such a funny time with, I say, you are just going to hit the ground. Hi, sorry. What did I miss? A lot. Oh, a bit. So, okay, so so I'll, I'll hold on. Let me fix feel, the, let me feel. fix the cam. Yeah. Um, let me fix it so it's not doubled on me. Um, so Panda, do you, you remember where we were, where you left off? That's the wrong person. Where yeah, uh, Theo, thinking. Theo was falling to the ground. Yeah. Okay. So Soma's just hit the ground. Oh, okay, so they both got thrown. <laughs> there was some time that happened in there, but yes, they did both get thrown. Um, what gotcha. is your, uh, how does the damage work on that, Soma? You, you half it? He halves, yeah, he'll have it. Okay, so this will almost certainly not kill you, but let's see how much damage you're going to be taking. You tell me he can't just tuck and roll? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, the exact number that would have killed Theodeus, 77. <laughs> Sheesh. Wow! Uh, but okay, it is but halved. It is halved. Two... It is halved. Yeah, thirty-five, thirty-seven, thirty. Oh wait, thirty. No, wait, no, you, can, you can round it down. Thirty-eight, thirty-nine. So yeah, you can you can round it down. Uh, so yeah, you. How much health do you have total? Like overall, not just. One o- hmm? hundred five. Okay, so, yeah. so you're, wow. you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Yeah, we're chilling for a non like half my health, but we're chilling. But you know, so so um, so, so, like, so gonna hit the ground with like Grimness sort of like trying to hold on to him, dropping him at, at the last minute and like tumbling down to the ground besides him. It's like, what's the hell? What are you two doing up there? <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Soma's raging. All you get, all you oh, get out true. of some stupid son of a bitch fucking with your big fucking words and fucking speeches, gruff for no fucking reason. Fuck. Uh, and then Theo, you hear a scream, a very loud sound of a crater being formed in concrete, and then angry yelling from behind you. Without even turning back, I say, "Get up, Soma." We're going back up there. All right. Climbing out of the crater. (laughs) There are tons of people, like, taking pictures of this, by the way. Like, there are a lot of bystanders uh, watching this happen, for what it's worth. (laughs) Remember when this was a stealth mission? (laughs) It was that for a little bit. Uh, And now, speaking of stealth missions, let's cut over real quick to the possessed robot that just tore himself out of a, a storage oh, yeah. thing. Uh, Golly. We have three of the party reunited. Let's see if we can get that fourth one back in there. Uh, so yeah, you tear yourself out of this thing, Paul. Uh, that's audible. And there's an immediate mass panic in this lab. Of course there is. Mm-hmm. Um, how scary do I want to be to them? Um, as I am, I, I'm like, gonna go shuffling. ahead and say, your your lower threshold is still very high on how scary you're gonna be. Let me phrase it that way. Gotcha. Um, as I am like shambling up, 
Uh, I don't know how to use this thing's voice box yet. So using its mechanical noises, uh, as in fans, grinding computer bits, mm -hmm. any of that sort of thing, I'm going to try and eke out the words, Paul is friend, as you hear like the machine parts grinding together inside the head. That's really cool. I have absolutely no idea what check to make you do for that. Uh, uh. Anyone have any suggestions? I like performance. That's sure for manipulating technology. Yeah, sure. Why not? If, I mean, he is you. Oh, oh, screw it. Performance. That's fine. Why not? Nineteen. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you actually—it's not helpful. But... I was about to say, yeah, you managed to actually eke out the words "Paul is friend," um, and unfortunately, the grinding mechanical noises from a robot that i should note should be able to speak normally yeah don't help if anything that does make it worse after a moment you see like an alarm start blaring <laughs> gotcha um i look up at it and i'm like paul goes uh oh no stealth mission grabs the closest thing that he can find and hucks it at the alarm as hard as he can the the red light has turned off. Nothing else has changed. At this moment, we are Gun. going to very briefly cut over to the rest of the party rushing into the lobby, um, where blast doors are going to suddenly lower and over <laughs> over the lobby walls. Uh, actually, I guess since Before this is a largely blast building, after, uh, after you get in, they are going to actually I guess oh, raise up from the floor. So this is this building is now locked down. Notably. Um, I'll go, the audience and can, and you guys can probably logically figure out that the reason is Paul. Um, Soma Theo Grimnir, you have no idea what the actual reason for this lockdown is. You do not know that it is Paul. We are not going to do your scene right now. We'll cut back to Paul, but just for future notice. So Paul, uh, mm -hmm. you have smashed the alarm light. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and take in my surroundings as best as I can now that I am uh, free and mobile. Okay. Um, I'm not taking too much time, but I am scanning uh, everything to try and figure out where I am. How many robots are there? Uh, how many people are there? What's going on? Because uh, I was just perception. surfing the web for a while. Give me a perception for that. Does the robot have any sensors that might help him? That's a um, that's a good question. I will take it into account for the answer, but I don't think you would know how to use them, so I won't change the role. You know, you know what? Secondary question. Uh, I got a fourteen, by the way. Okay. Um, secondary question. What does seeing look like for me? Um, is it a camera? Like, is it just a base camera with no HUD at all? It's just. I would say it's visual a very. Feed? It's a very. Yeah, actually, sure. Uh, it is a good camera. It is a, you know, very, very, very high definition. This campaign takes place in the 2030s. Fantastic camera. There is not, like, a HUD or anything notable for you. It okay. seems fairly simple, fairly bare bones, actually. Got it. Okay. Um, look, I'm trying to, to... I got a 14 on perception, scanning the room. I'm looking around, trying to kind of... Get as much information as I can, because that was the original intent. I am uh, Paul, as as 
as Paul as he is, he he does recognize that this is not part of the plan and uh, needs to start improvising. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is very difficult to get a sense of how many people are here because this is a place that is in like an active panic. Uh, I will yeah. say, if you look around, you can you can see where a lot of people are running to, which is presumably an exit. Um, Got it. I don't know if that's where you're going immediately, though, but just for note, you are able to find that. Around, this is a lab where people are working on these robots. The ones that you are in seem finished, as best you can tell. There are bits and pieces of them scattered around. Uh, it is. It would take more investigation and some pretty high intelligence roles to actually figure out like the nature of what's going on here, but that's the gist of what you see. Got it. Tons of robots. Uh, is there any docks like mine? Because I remember there was like 10 robots in my dock. Is there any other docks in the room that have bodies um, in them? There were like 20 in yours. Let's say there's there's like one that's got like three, um, but it's it's okay. not like there's an army of them here. They're stocking up. They're they're in yeah, the yeah. in the process of stocking. There there okay. is uh, a lot that is here, but there is not like they, they seem to be making more. Is there anybody running past me? In the chaos, there will eventually be someone running past you. Gotcha. Um, I, as me as I am, uh, do recognize the fact that I am scary, which is usually why I drop Paula's friend at the start. That doesn't seem to be working, and these people seem to be running. Um, so, intimidation mode is on. I'm going to catch one of them by the neck as they try and run past me and hold them up as best that I can. I'm going to roll for you because you don't know the physical nature of the robot that you are in. Got it. Um, I have to make some calls about where this robot is in stages of development right now. Um, I'm <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm about to Omni Man some motherfucker on accident. And just... <laughs> okay. Um, I, need you to, I need you to make me a perception check. Lovely. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Fuck me. Not twenty. <laughs> God damn! You get the best lore mm. things. I swear to oh, God. I'm scanning for lore. Yeah, I want the story. You get the best. You get the best little lore drops. Okay, so. You are able to catch uh, a person with, with this, uh, you you know, fling out an arm, and you kind of mm -hmm. hold them up. You do not crush them or anything like that. But as you're sort of Good. analyzing, you see, like, nodes or, like, pods almost open up in the arm. They don't do anything. But there are clearly, like, like something has activated, and nothing has followed it. Maybe this is an unfinished gotcha. feature. You don't know what it is, but like you grab somebody, something happens in the arm where you do that. Gotcha. The arm that I do that, something kind of comes out of it. I'm like, gotcha. Um, so noticing that, like taking that in, mm -hmm. uh, I look back at the person. Uh, He just holds him, pulls him in, and goes, explain lab, in the same kind of grindy voice uh, that he had before. This guy saw you, like, look at the, the arm node things, and whether it's what you're, whether that's what you're asking about specifically or not, since you explicitly mm. said you, like, turned your head to look at them, 
uh, this guy yeah. sort of frantically and hysterically, I don't know, I don't know, that's not my department, that came from corporate, there was another lab that did that part, we just had to put it in, we got the blueprints and we integrated it, I don't know what it's for, or if it's uh, please don't kill she's me! She's gonna hold him, he's gonna hold him back out again, and in the exact same tone, almost like it is repeating the same voice line, EXPLAIN LAB! Uh... <laughs> Okay. That's it. That's, that's what he's saying. He's, uh, he's just staring at him. This, uh, this, this is the. Do not. I mean, aren't you one of the bro? Uh, is where we were creating the vessels for Pro Project Egregor, which it's an early stage protocol. So really, we don't have any specifics on how exactly it's going to work, but it's the vessels for uh, the the extracted souls, which I guess is what you are. Why is your face a skull? Um. Uh, holding him. Uh, taking all of that in, trying to store it in whatever mechanics I have as best as possible. Uh, Excuse me. Pulls him in again. Uh, extracted souls. Uh, Why? Uh, it's, just, it's just what I get paid. It's for... I thought it was for the... the, the I have you make an intimidation check right? I don't think you need to. I think you've pretty much surpassed <laughs> check levels for this. <laughs> Can he possibly not, not be intimidated by this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think. I, there was a brief thought in my mind where I was like, intimidation check. And then I thought, no. Uh, so, yeah, he kind of, he continues sort of blubbering as people are running around. Uh, so the, it's, it's for the, the, the project. I don't know. It's for the, there's something for the, the something is going to come out of the extractor arms and populate the, the, the constructs. Okay. Mm All right. Um, uh, again, at taking that in, uh, where? Boss. Uh, my my I I report to 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 Henry Smith in and that's probably not what you um his but up up top of the building top of the don't kill Henry he's a pretty good boss he brings donuts in on Saturdays when we have to work overtime which they make us do. Mm. Uh. Where. Friends. Uh, I, I, I don't have my friends or your friends. Um, as he's holding him, realizes that this guy isn't going to be able to tell him anything more. Uh, as he holds him, pulls him in as close as he can get to the face plate that i have the skull the uh, digital skull the digital skull pulls him in and goes uh tell anybody i was here with a kind of question sound um he this this panicked guy kind of looks around at the room of screaming scientists with the alarm noise still blaring at full volume and just kind of I think they know. Please don't kill me. If it was up to me, I wouldn't have turned on the alarm. Um, he feels the hand 
clench down a little harder. He screams so loud. <laughs> uh, and then Paul just tosses him aside and turns around and starts walking towards the door. Uh, notably, the things in your arm uh, retract back in once you are not touching the guy anymore. Uh, Got it. Yeah, you start uh, kind of just charging your way towards the door. Yeah. Uh, he is notably <laughs> kind of trying to blend in as best as possible. Uh, Give me a as, stealth as... check with ten times disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to know the funniest part is that I have a plus twelve to stealth, so let's see if this actually I gives. I was kidding, but now I kind of want to see what would happen. I got a sixteen with disadvantage, so with ten I mean, times disadvantage, I was not, <laughs> oh. not blending in. How do I ten times disadvantage? Roll ten <laughs> um, times, take the. I was kidding, but if you want to do this. Yeah, Both fuck it. Why not? 20 yeah, and take the lowest sure. of all 10. Yep. Yeah, one of them's going to be a one, surely. 50% surely, right? Surely. 10 times disadvantage. Uh, I was fully kidding. I just want everybody to know 16, that before 19, we do 13, this. Bit. 5, 6, 9. Uh, damn it. Did you get Did you get the one? I, I don't think so. I think the smallest that I saw was a five plus 12. Okay. 17. People, I shouldn't have indulged this bit. People still see the shambling skull robot. Of course they do. <laughs> I shouldn't have indulged this bit. That's How well do I blend into the crowd? I'm not saying I'm trying to disappear. Yeah. Um, so you are, you, you go up the stairs, um, the emergency stairs. Um, yeah. And... At this point, just for the for the sake of convenience, uh, what what have you guys been doing? Are, are you guys immediately going to the elevators? I am. Okay, so the yeah. elevators are locked down. They have been locked down with the rest of the building. But to the stairs. A moment later, as well, it's the scene. It's the scene from Avengers where Hulk bursts out of the stairwell. <laughs> uh, you guys rush over to the stairs, and then I actually imagine that the door probably doesn't like slam open. I feel like Paul would probably just open it. Which is, yeah, just a door opens it. Skull robot <laughs> in your face, just right there. Now, notably, it is like Paul's skull. I don't know how identifying well that you can is. Determine. Yeah, I mean, we've seen him. So it's like, so it's like, oh, God, robot. And then it's like, Paul. <laughs> Friends. Uh, hands open up like wide you can see the shackles <laughs> still on his wrists from where he just broke out god like a drunk uncle ah, friends. uh by the oh, way my. terrible voice terrible ass voice it's like it's like a pc trying to die <laughs> hello paul we're going to the boss boss top floor very good, Paul. Walking up the stairs. <laughs> Robots downstairs. Not my concern. We we really have some shit to deal with, Paul. Please. <laughs> Grinda behind the... What the hell happened? You still haven't told me. <laughs> we were thrown out Man. a window, Birdman. Why were you thrown out of a window? Uh, Paul turns to Grenier's like and just repeats robots downstairs. <laughs> Grenier sort of looks at him and sort of squares that away with other thing we'll have to deal with. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> in his mind, Not the to-do list now. got another bullet point on it. <laughs> yeah, Grim's like, very good. I guess you can take another one if this one breaks down. Let's go. Um, now's a probably a good time to ask. Uh, if I full tilt sprint up the stairs, how good is this robot body? I'm going to make you roll for it. Lovely! I'm going to full <laughs> tilt sprint up the stairs. Roll for it. What a nice little transaction that was. What what is what's the roll? Uh just give me a flat dex. Flat dex. Please. Or actually, well, <laughs> 27. Christ Jesus. almighty. Um the robot is very good. <laughs> this this robot that has just been clanking around and making the god awful noises. You all see it turn around and then just like Barry Allen up the stairs. <laughs> Jesus. Now, take notably, me, it's take like me with 50 you. to 60 floors. But... Yeah. Paul, you left behind friend. Take friend. <laughs> um, how far did I get before he said that? <laughs> Um, um, it's, an echo, shot, it's yeah. an echoey stairwell. I don't. Your shot on a stairwell is big. Take uh, <laughs> friends. Complete stop. Us. Turns all the way back around. Uh, looks at how big you both are. Picks up Grimnir and runs back. Um, no, wait, <laughs> when you touch Grimnir, the things pop out again. <laughs> Interesting. Not even regarding. Yeah, no, I'm just. I, I, I say. It I know. Well, I imagine it's literally yeah. that Grimdale's like flapping in the air next to him. Like, you yeah. have to tell him what the hell happened. Who would think you would even talk to him? <laughs> Grimdale's stuck <laughs> into an office. Everyone else almost died in one way or another. Uh, all right, so uh, Grim and Paul are going. Soma and Theo are close behind. Yeah. So you guys, guys in the just Running up the stairs. We're going right yep. back. We might go right out that window again, and guess what I'll do? That's <laughs> what next, baby. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so, you two are demigods. You're also, you know, spirits in some sense. Uh, and Paul is in a robot, and Grim is, in, like, being carried. So, it's not an easy journey. You're tired by the end of it. But for the sake of convenience... And because it's a superhero thing, it's not that unbelievable. You guys are able to make it up. Uh, I'll, I'll we'll say we'll pick back up at, like, the top floor in the stairwell in case you guys want to plan or anything. And if you have anything you want to do on the stairs, you can. Just let me know. I would like to say that until Theo and Soma get there, uh, Paul has been standing completely still waiting for friends to arrive and did not let Grimnir go. He is still <laughs> holding the bird. The scruff of the neck, and he's sort of still in the flap. Okay, they got thrown out the window. You went into the robot downstairs. I found, like, and he'll sort of have, have tried to, like, sort of going through it for himself. He's sharing with Paul, like, everything he knows yeah. about, like, like, the project and what, and, and what they're doing. So, the robot bodies are what they're going to put people into. Was there anyone else uh, in the bodies down there? Other bodies asleep. No one else. No one else. So they hasn't done it yet. It's time to stop it then. Arms connected to system. Hmm. Connected to system. 
uh, and this is where like sort of Grimnir's computer knowledge is is not doesn't really <laughs> like he knows stuff is connected yeah. with wires, so he's like, okay, yeah. like a wire, right? Uh, maybe we can cut the wire. Hmm. Arms are nowhere. Arms, are... yeah, it's like. Yep, so I know this are... doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, like he's sort of like ah, arms are nowhere. Okay, so inside the computer then. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, arms exist in nothing. No arms exist in. Oi. Like <laughs> 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 trying to puzzle through. All right. Um, uh, could, could with his other on? arm, he like tries to to show like the arm coming from the sky, and goes. Arm from sky, many uh, pause. of them. Pause, pause. Okay. Make me a constitution save Constant. right now. Me or, or Paul? Paul. Lovely. Ooh. So what happens if I fail that? Did you fail it? I got a seven. At you trying in your mind to do something that is related to the arms and mimic that motion, lights on the arm immediately start blinking and those pods activate again. Mm. So it actually came there. It this is like it is a convincing imitation of the arm that you saw, minus the flesh parts. Right. right. Okay. And, and actually, I'll go ahead and tell you because this is you know this is something that I would do visually if I could. When those nodes appear, having seen both the arm and this thing, you can kind of piece together those nodes are where the flesh parts would have emanated from on the arm. Mm. Uh, okay. Like, he sort of stares at that. Oh, good, good. Odin's fucking tits. He's building <laughs> robots. Oh God, they can all extract them. Um, after trying to explain the, the, what it, he experienced and seeing the arm nodes, uh, Paul is just kind of staring at the arm with the activated nodes on it. Keeps happening when touch things. When touch things or touch people? People. Uh, that's not good. At this um, point, Soma and Theo have probably arrived or close to arrive. Yeah, so and I'm holding yeah. him out with one arm and then the and other one is glowing. The, doing the extractor yeah. thing. <laughs> He's just... Paul! E.S. What? <laughs> um, there's, there's a moment where he's like just holding both of them and then you just see... <laughs> Let go of the bird. <laughs> and he sets down uh, Grimnir. Yeah, Grimnir's going here. Okay, as far as I can piece to get, and like, he's going to try and talk to Theo and Somakithero, like, unless they just burst through the door immediately and go. Um, I feel like Theo might. <laughs> you, have, you have a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. He's put together an army of robots. They are all going to extract souls from the under... And that I think that's about as much as he can get out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
I say, he's a monster, and I go through the door. All right. Uh, is everyone following, or are we are we letting Theo get there first? I guess I should say. I have no We're reason following. not to follow. I, I figured. I figured. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you all burst back onto the executive floor. Everything is remarkably calm. There are no people here. Anyone who has been here has clearly evacuated. It is basically silent, except for that very faint whistling of wind from the broken window behind the door at the end of the hall. Is there anybody in here? Uh, the door is closed, so you cannot see into the office, but the hallway and the, presumably the rest of the floor is empty. Uh, I'm going to try out my cool robot arms after seeing what I can do when I run, and I'm going to grab a trash can and try and throw it through the door. Um, okay, it is a metal door, so I'm going to say it does not... <laughs> act, well, you know what? You know, I'll give you something for this. You chunk this trash can out the door. Uh, it makes like maybe a little dent or a scratch, but the door does slightly swing open. Gotcha. I'm going in. All right. So, you all walk in to see... I don't know if you heard... You didn't hear the description of this guy, did you? The rest of you. Uh, a very no. normal-looking man. A businessman. Uh, not, like, remarkable in any sense. Not particularly super villainy. He looks, you know, put together. Uh, maybe a little bit tired. Uh, but he's got, you know, a suit. It's a little bit torn in places. But other than the torn suit and the broken window behind him, uh, he looks like a very, very normal sort of Silicon Valley businessman. Very charismatic. Uh, probably a little bit, like, older than he lets on. You know, he just tries to look a little bit younger, but maybe, like, early 40s, something like that. Uh, and as you look, uh, walk in, he hears the door open. Uh, he's currently, like, kind of leaned down, inspecting the uh, window that was broken. Uh, seemingly just sort of innocently maybe you know looking to see how complicated it was or it would be to fix uh and then he turns around and before any of you can do anything kind of anticipating that theo is going to start sprinting at him full tilt just goes oh look you're all here that is wonderful four her collins in one place what a day this is um <laughs> paul is gonna look at him and then look at theo and go monster well, right now, robot, hi, robot, you look a little bit more like a monster than me, but maybe that's f my fault for designing it like that. I don't know. How is it, by the way? Is the suit comfortable? You don't have to answer that, Paul. Yes, monster. Some of the souls. Monster. Uh, he's going to, as, no, as soon as you say, yes, monster, he goes, monster, and runs at him. Um, okay, what is it? Three hours, 15 minutes? Everybody roll me initiative. Fuck oh, yes. baby. Everybody yes. roll me initiative. Dirty 20. Someone's dying today. Dirty 20 for me. Uh, what, a dirty Damn. 20, what did I hear? Ah, I got I an get... eight. I also got an eight. Uh, Sky, and what did Damn. you get? Damn. 14. What, what's 14? your dex? Okay, so fittingly. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What's the, the dex for your? My dex is 14. We have the same dex. Um, <laughs> well. I'm, I'm tempted to give it so to we... Theo out of just battle rage. But if that feels unfair. You know what? 
<laughs> no, I feel like Soma throughout this entire thing has oh, been taking actually, a backseat. Soma like, this also, is your fight, dude. Soma also, also fell not 50 my stories. place, clearly. Soma <laughs> fell 50 stories. So I'm going to say, or well, he hit the ground after falling. So I'm going to say, yeah, that's that's still probably that's shaking okay. a little bit. Um, okay, so uh, as Paul charges, uh, before I start, uh, Mr. Eterna kind of just looks at the suit Almost with, like, pride. He goes, it really is performing well. I do wish you'd tell me about how it feels. Uh, now it's your turn. Hmm. Um. Twofold here. Okay. This is probably going to either kill or hurt me. Uh, now that I think about it. But gonna tackle him out this would be Paul's first <laughs> is this option. Be the well, I shouldn't assume. Paul Guess is going, going to grab him by the neck and he's going to try and possess him. Going to try to possess him. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, how would that work in this case? Uh, it's, it's actually kind of... Give me a... Give me a constitution check. Actually, I guess I should make you roll to grab him first. Um, I was too busy thinking about the mechanics. Give me, give me just a dex check to see if you can grab him. It's going. The dex on. check is twenty five. The con check is eighteen. Uh, okay, so um, you grab him with surprising ease. Your robot body is definitely good. He seems a little caught off guard by that, but keeping the the aura almost proud, like. He seems, mm. you know, more happy that this robot is doing good rather than anything else. Wow, that worked. Um, <laughs> when you grab him, the nodes activate again. Uh, but this time, like, the lights are going... Something different is happening. You can feel it in the mechanics. Something very different is happening. The possession does not work. For reasons you cannot tell, the possession does not work. But you are... Uh, something is, is interacting in this. But that's about it. Okay, um, that is. I'm still in the body. You are still, yeah, yeah. Essentially, nothing has changed for you except for the arm is doing something. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, I grab him. I try and possess him. That doesn't work. I'm still grabbing him, and now the arm is freaking out. Yes. I'm assuming that's my turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably your turn. Uh, so who was it, Grimnir? That's next. By the way, Grimnir, clear and present danger to souls. Yes, yeah. I am going to I roll assumed, the constitution. But... That is a 10. Uh, yeah, no. In this case, that's definitely... Like, this this thing that you were looking at, this seemingly unassuming guy, a 10 is not going to be enough. No, and also yeah, he's the guy who's okay. running all of this. Yeah, so, definitely, definitely I don't want not. the other guy anyways. So immediately after Paul runs forward and grabs the guy, there is going to be a horrible tearing sound mm -hmm. as Grimnir's body sort of bursts apart in, like, a shower of blood. And out of the blood rises... The werewolf form, Frigga, who is going to charge at Mr. CEO Man and immediately attack him. All right, uh, give me an attack roll. Give me an attack roll with advantage because yes. he is grappled. Okay, uh, so that's a 21. Uh, roll for damage. Yes. What are you doing? Just like slashing at him, I assume? Well, he's going to slash at him with his claws, okay. uh, which is going to be 10 piercing damage and. Because I have uh, a bunch of feet specifically on on the uh, uh, Freaker form, 
he is going to try and grapple him at the same time. He can do that on okay. any unarmed strike um, and attempt to grapple. Out of curiosity, always the scariest thing a DM can do to ask for specifics. Where are you <laughs> slashing him? I assume uh, you're going for the somewhere Paul like has him by the front. I think the the werewolf is going to come around and, like slash him in the side. Slash like just trying to like rip his side open. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess give me that grapple check. We'll see if you can get double grab on him, and then I'll describe what happens bef- when once I have all the info. Yeah. Uh, grapple. Let me just check what the rule is for that. It's a strength athletics check. Okay. I'm gonna roll athletics. That's natural twenty for natural a twenty-eight twenty. So Let's yeah, you fucking reach go. I think for flavor, you can obviously your character, you can overwrite this if you want, but you grab him first and tear. That's probably yeah, scarier. Yeah. Exactly. So, um and now having grabbed grabbed him, I have oh, two attacks. More? My Dang. next attack obviously rolls with advantage. Okay, I'll wait to describe everything once uh for a twenty-six to hit. And hits. fuck man, you're scary. <laughs> and then another six slashing damage. There. Okay. Freaky runs up to this already grappled guy uh, and in a truly mighty show uh, reaches in with his claws grabs him and tears him clean in half combat over (laughs) (laughs) Um. okay just just need to know is this body actually dead yep is there blood yep it is a dead body? It is a dead body. You just killed him. Then immediately okay. Frick is going to try and eat him. <laughs> it's bad tasting. It tastes not not good as a human and also okay, not... It tastes you're letting me do it, The way it's going to happen is that he simply is... His jaw is going to unhinge in a terrible, terrible way. Um, and he's simply going to go... <laughs> down. <laughs> and whatever that body was... Um, like... If any spirit inhabits it, it's gone. Like it's it, this is this is how he annihilates the the targets that he's destroying. But of course, Fuck if there's me, no spirit man. inside it, um, it then... tastes weird. You like t- you yeah. know not even like jo- like spirit relative. I assume spirits have some sort of flavor in this fucked up world. Uh, it tastes strange. <laughs> yeah, Freka does not care. Like Freka's only objective is to kill and eat whoever desecrates the bodies of the dead. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And so having done that, he's he's just sort of going to go and transform back into Grimner, who's going to, like, show up on the floor a little bit confused. Um, um, here's, as, he's, okay, wait, as, change, change. as he's eating the body, covered in blood, uh, Paul is going to turn around to Theo and just... Um, Monster, gone. A note here. Uh, Skyen? No, you don't. You're, you, don't ah. turn, you don't turn back. Uh, uh-oh. Good to know. You don't turn Uh-oh. back. Uh-oh. I do not turn back. I have consumed the body of this thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, um, see, this guy is fucked. <laughs> do um, I... Can I make any kind of check? I know you I'm say, yes, it's a dead body. Can I make I'm still any kind of back check? back to this. What, what ahead, check would you like to make? <laughs> any of you. I want to see. What would you check, Arcana? I guess. You check Arcana. I mean, this me might is... be some soul bullshit. Yeah. You know what? That was decent. I'm gonna use my bless. 
Because that's okay. 15 minus 1, but then Hell plus yeah. 4. So Hello. that brings us 18 for Arcana. You have seen and caused a lot of dead bodies in your time. That's certainly one of them. <sighs> yeah, but there's no fucking way. I, we don't know how Grimnir and Freke, how their powers work. I think it's been vaguely described to you. I don't think you have like the, I, I think at most, and Sky, and remind me if I'm wrong here. I think at most it was like when the souls of the dead are in danger, you have to like kill. Yeah, the when they're in danger or, or they're being desecrated, then Grimnir will transform. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very, have... very, very difficult for him to resist it. Yes. I don't have any inkling or any single conversation that we have had where I would know that after he uh, protects them, he transforms back. He's supposed to. You could maybe think that has not been explicitly told to you and you've only seen him transform once. So maybe you could figure it out, but it's kind of, it's kind of, if that's one that's weirdly like on your character, do you think they'd figure that out? And like I, I, I take it that since he's not transforming back, it's because the werewolf senses somehow that like this is not over. Yeah, no, there's so it, there's like, still a sense of danger in yeah, the so air. Yeah, so it's or like whatever. so. so Fagin will be like pacing around on the floor, like growling and like howling and like slashing at the floors, like <laughs> being very aggressive as though there's like he's unsatisfied. Mm-hmm. After um, after thumbs upping to Theo, Paul's gonna turn back around and try and pet Freke. <laughs> that is, he danger gone, monster Theo, dead. Theo stares. So, oh, go ahead. Soma's also pacing, like, in a similar path to Freke. There is no way. <laughs> there is no way it was that simple. I kicked that man <laughs> with my foot, and it did nothing. There is no way he is dead, yet he has some bullshit to get out of this. I know it. Theo, Theo like, low, ominous camera angle is just staring at the body. <laughs> um, Which half? And, and, like, st- looks over and sees Freka just still pacing and running around and hears Soma and it, it sort of clicks in his mind that Freka only comes out when people who are desecrating souls. Why is he still here? Oh. And the satisfaction, I just, Theo just says, the satisfaction is not there. Theo just says, you're correct. This is not over. Monster is not gone. We just don't know where he is. Slow head turn from Paul towards the pool of blood that used to be the body. <laughs> he just holds a hand out to it. <laughs> yeah. As a as a point of, of interest, uh, Matt, mm-hmm. can I... Can Freakus smell anything unusual? Like, is there any kind of sense like, that might be possible to follow? Are you saying in a in a literal sense, not a not a like magic sense? In yeah, like... I mean, the way the way that I've I've cast it is that when he has a target, he can track them by oh. like by their scent, their aura, like not okay, so in it, the so sense it is of like, like a knowing magical, exactly where they are, a magical but sense. going where they are going. Yep. Okay, that is actually notable. Like the scent of their um, soul rather than necessarily their body. Um, I think. It's How something do... I should roll perception checks for. Okay, give, give me but... give me a perception check, and then I will determine the the. Can I al- can I also add something on top of this? Yeah, since obviously Paul this has is a mystery cha- episode. If you guys since, have clues, go for it. Since Paul's been walking around trying to uh, pet Freke, um, 
He's going to use Gaze of Two Minds as his hand is on Freke to try and sense through his, uh, through him, through his senses. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You'll get okay. no resistance. Like, Freke sees you as a friend and, and has, mm -hmm. has left. Now that's no reason to resist anything helpful. you do. Uh, I get um, that perception that check. That was a 13 from me. 13. Paul, give it to me as well, since you are also, uh... Tracking. I gaze through, uh, through their senses, so I'm uh, assuming whatever he give, gets, I Give me a different perception check for it. Oh, lovely, great. Love that. Love that a lot. Uh, that's a nine. That's, a nine? that's not great. Um... I'm like, look through his eyes and so, touching his head, and that's... So, um, Freke... The scent is there. It's very muddled. There's a lot yeah. of other scents of souls here. Um, and I, this, whether he can figure this out or not is a kind of a question of Freke's intelligence specifically. I think Grimner would be able to figure out, probably because this building is like, con, you know, it's a conduit for a lot of souls and it's muddled in there, but you can definitely tell it's muddled in there. Um, yeah. Paul, like, with a nine... cannot figure that out. Like he, he's yeah. very, he just knows... Yeah. If I have a direction, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul, um, so he's with a nine, you don't get continue. too much. Yeah. You get that same sort of information. It's muddled with the rest. I have a question. What's up? I'll be a little cryptic here. Are the screens still here? Uh, the screens are not extended, <laughs> but they did like extend from, I don't remember if I said floor or ceiling, but like. Pre presumably they are there, but they're not. They're active. there, but they're not active like they were. Yeah. That's probably good. Um. <sighs> uh, Paul, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work. Um, Paul, kind of noticing the, that something's wrong with Freke, uh, noticing that Theo is not settled by the fact that Monster is obviously dead. Uh, <laughs> obviously. He, so he is, he's Paul like... Okay. Ah, right. Extra bodies in basement. Uh, he is going to <laughs> simply, as he's touching Freke, as he's petting him, just go, Shh. look over at Theo and go, uh, meet in basement. Walk over to a screen, put his hand to it, and go back into the system. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I... The screens are not available, but like his computer is, so we'll just say for the you yeah. Can, you can walk you can over to the computer, the yeah. grab, grab it, and then just soul okay. and body. I'm um, assuming just will puppet drops. We'll do that in a second. Uh, rest it. of you, what is your reaction to that? Just so I know where everyone's at. Um, if you guys want to do anything else in this office, Theo has that annoying feeling of what can we do? Mm -hmm. You know. That mm -hmm. like that like, he fucking just got away, he just fucking got away. And so, I think, like with anybody, it takes a moment for him to grasp with that. He's running through all of the options in his mind, and we just don't know enough information. And so, I guess um, this battle is over for now. For now, let's go find Paul in the basement. All right. I assume Freke is going to be following. If uh, if they leave, Freke will follow them, yes. like sort of padding behind them, like like a dog in, in sort of hard. his body language, <laughs> but with horrible werewolf proportions and like giant yeah. claw hands. 
We haven't shown if the art of Freke enough. Let me pull it up on screen for everybody. If this was a movie, mm-hmm. I imagine the way that Theo is being shot now is like a, a villain. Like, he does not oh, look okay. like a hero It's right now. He looks... There, there is no stoicism like, let's get to the bottom. It's, you know, cold, you remember the calculated. Story, that was Eterna's MO specifically. <laughs> um, but, uh, all right. So, Soma, are you going along with this too? Yep. All right. Back down the stairs. Paul. Yep. Well, you get there first. Paul, you follow the, uh, the, the node connections back down. Notably, you are coming from a yep. different direction, but the layout is basically the same. Different Really quick, if I could speak to Soma on our way down. Go ahead. Oh boy. I'd like to, as we walk down the menagerie of stairs, um, I'm sure we find some time. Mm-hmm. I just say, I'm trying to think, what did. Okay, yeah. Um. As we walk down in silence for a while, Theo just goes, Thank you. It takes Koba so a couple seconds. <laughs> Four. Fighting in a battle which you had nothing to gain. I'm not capable of selflessness. I gain something from every battle. He said that bullshit about taking a life, taking a life. Life is giving and life is taking. I took so much. Taking a life, you know what you gain? Glory. You gain that victory. You gain the life experience of winning. There are givers, and there are takers. And Theodeus, you gave a lot in your life. A lot more than I considered conscionable. And you ended up with very little. The path you're down right now. Find the joy in taking. This one's yours. I will. And that's that. That's all I have to say. All right. Great, healthy pep talk. Great, healthy <laughs> pep talk. So healthy. Cousins. I have no Giving fucking clue what's instinct. going on. Yeah. All right. Well, Paul, you're about to have maybe the most clue. Uh, Paul, <laughs> you Fun. go down this nexus, this network. Yep. Um, give me a perception check as you go. Twelve. Twelve? Okay, that's actually still enough. It was it was going to be hard to miss. Uh, as you pass that bubble, uh, mm-hmm. it has distinctly changed. It looks almost cracked, in a sense. Uh-oh. Don't like that. Don't love that. That's bad. Oh, no. <laughs> um, got it. See the bubble. A uh, little worried. A little scared. Uh, keep going down. Right. I'm, I'm running. I have the most distinct feeling... 
that the soul we just separated from that body is going to be in one like the super-powered robot I was just in. Yes. Not psyched about that. So, as you go I'm down to the bottom of this base, you notice something. Everything is pretty much the same as it was, except one connector. One that is connected to an extractor is glowing very brightly. Oh, no! Um... Oh. oh, you might need to come up with a system on the fly here, Matt. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try and counter possess him. Okay, That's... I'm gonna try and jump into the same arm You're gonna uh, jump into and the see it. See if I can kick him out of it. Okay, uh, give me a Constitution check. Uh... Can I try again? No, you can't. <laughs> that was not the sound <laughs> of the confusion. It was not going to be an easy check, regardless. Uh, no, I don't assume it is. Well, that is that's that's bad for my one hundred percent completely average roll. <laughs> um, yeah. I got a ten. Nope, nope, that's nope. not great. <laughs> so you are actually, with surprising ease, able to enter the extractor. Okay. When you do, you do not actually end up in that uh that same void place that you uh that you were in before you oh, no, are in loss <laughs> you are in an active extractor arm that is entering urkala mm. <laughs> okay and okay and uh -oh. looking down from the sensors in that arm you see just casually leaning up against a wall looking up at this arm I think I think you know. I yeah. think you know who he said. He looks up and goes, Oh, I was wondering. I can sense you in there. Don't try to hide. Remember a moment ago, four Collins in one day coming into my office? That was planned. Needed your signatures to track so I could end up where I needed. Come on down. You can't stop that arm. I know you're not powerful enough to do that. And the arm uh, keeps advancing. I... I don't do that. Uh, I go back into the network and then go to a different body um, in the basement. Uh, I saw what was happening with fuck, 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 and immediately jumped into the uh, a different robot body instead. Uh, the other bodies don't seem to be active right now, uh, but it's the same process. That lab is now abandoned. Got but it. Uh, I jump into one of them and do the same to, uh break out and i am gonna try and book it towards the stairs uh you book it towards the stairs and since both of you are heading towards the stairs i'm going to assume that at some point you do meet in the middle here um, got it um i need everyone to roll me an arcana check oh boy yeah uh, freak it can't do that <laughs> okay yeah Nineteen. Nineteen? That makes sense. Seventeen. Seventeen? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Hello. Paul first. Paul, as you're running, you sent something inside the suit. Bad. Something Don't like that. Literally growing inside the suit. You can essentially feel it as it expands. And as you are running, you stumble a bit as all of those nodes on the robot activate and start emanating flesh. 
turning into Great. something um, that resembles the extractor more than it did previously. Great. Uh, as we're running in that case, um, fuck it, let's dive into the horror. Uh, he immediately plunges his hands into his chest and starts ripping out wiring from the robot, uh, trying to kill the robot as he is in it. Fine, let's triple down on the horror. As you do this, you yeah. very briefly expose what looks like a core of flesh that was hidden inside the robot. And every awesome. piece of circuitry and machinery that you tear is immediately healed over with organic material, regenerating as you run. Okay, in that case, uh, A, I've stopped running. B, um, as I'm trying to tear at the chest that is regenerating, uh, I'm going to start going more lethal. He's trying to rip his own throat out at this point. Uh, he's trying to rip his throat out, trying to tear his head off like immediately going into absolute kill the body, kill the body, kill the body. <laughs> As you start doing that, uh, eventually you start feeling sort of resistance over your control over it. You I'm guess from so. where. Uh, and that, mm -hmm. I mean, give me a constitution check, I guess. Yes! 21. 21, okay. You are actually able to continue uh, control over this body. You can't actually destroy it. It is healing too fast for that, but you do keep control as you run up the stairs. Uh, um, oh, do you have a specific? I'm, I'm imagining I'm going to continue trying to fight for control over this yeah, thing. I figured this is a constant. I'll, I'll have you if we as it becomes relevant. Uh, you won't have to. As we okay. meet in the middle, um, he irks out, which I'm imagining through vocal cords as they start to grow. Um, very distorted, semi-mechanical, semi-human speech as you see this half-robot abomination that's obviously been ripping away at itself stumble up to you. Uh, Monster in Urkala can't kill body. Uh, and I... Dip into a random uh, room, and I'm going to throw myself out the building. Make another constitution check to try to do that. Yes. I knew I used up all my goodwill. Five. Yeah. At that, you start to turn into this other room as everyone is looking on, and then freeze yep. and turn back around. And when you turn back around, the face on the robot is no longer Paul's skull. It is a face that vaguely resembles Mr. Eterna, but obviously distorted both from the distortion of the screen itself and the flesh that is literally growing and integrating with the machinery. And he turns to Theo directly, spreads his arms out wide, and in a distorted voice says, I told you, Theo, it was never about money. It was about growth. And I think from there... We're going to end Agents of Hades 2, Episode 2. Uh, How are you all feeling about my villain that I made? I'm going to kill him. I'd be dreadful. You did already, Gross. technically. Um, I'll, kill him a, I'll kill him a thousand times before I let the whole company die. I also get to reveal something really cool here. Uh, one of my favorite naming things I've ever done, and I could say it in the after show, but it's cool enough that I want everybody to hear it. Um, metastatic is a word. It's, I love this word for this series because it is a word that sounds like some ooh evil tech billionaire AI thing. Metastatic is a medical term for a cancer 
that is spreading from its origin to another point of the body. It is uh-huh. cancer growing and expanding uh-huh. into other territories. And Got that it. is what the title actually means for anyone mm. who was curious. Mm. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to discuss. I like this episode. Yeah. I like this episode a lot. It's mm. one of my favorites I've ever made, I think. This one was a this one was a banger for yeah. sure. <sighs> yeah. All right. All uh. right. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you players for tolerating my little, you know, micro traumas and sometimes macro traumas of you. Uh, <laughs> we will be back a week from today, Friday, December 8th for the final episode of Agents Metastatic. Uh, we don't have a lot of announcements up until then. Uh, VODs will be posted as usual. We're about to record the after show as usual, so subscribe to our Patreon if you want to see that in early access. The one thing I will say, and I will say this, or I said this at the beginning, but for anyone who came in late, I am sorry about the Spotify episode, uh, or Spotify upload of the previous episode. A lot of things went wrong with that, admittedly most of which were my bad, but I'm trying to fix it. That will be uploaded this weekend before the VOD of this one even goes up, and it, that's not like a change to our Spotify policies. I just screwed it up and then had internet issues that screwed it up further. So that will be fixed. Sorry for the delay. Uh, but hopefully, if you're hearing this warning, like on a VOD, it's already been fixed. So we should be good. But for everyone here in the live, uh, anything else we need to say? Or can we go ahead and uh, go into the after show? It was a fairly short episode today, but I think the pacing was solid. So yeah, yeah. I think I'm ready to talk. All right. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Well, then, thank you all so much for watching. I hope that you all enjoyed. <laughs> And like I said a minute ago, we will be back next Friday to see where this is going to go. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. See you later.